welcome to the Honest Wargamer. I'm your host, Rob, for the Monday show. Or as like most people call it, Nathan Prescott and Friends. That's right, we're here with Nathan Prescott. Uh, someone's left their audio on. Also, James Powell, who's left his audio on. And back from and back from Shabangabang Island is Dan Unsupervised. Mm-hmm. What? Hold on, hold on. Apparently, you're all silent. They can't hear you. Can you hear Nathan Prescott? Nathan, talk. It says that there's audio. It says that there's audio. Oh, my God. We'll be back. We'll be back in but one moment, Twitch chat. the wrong one hello welcome to the honest wargamer i'm your host rob welcome to the monday night show with nathan shabanga bang a lot prescott no one more time nathan go for it <laughs> take three hello hello how's it going take four nailed it nailed it <laughs> there we go dab for what? dab for the kids that's what i'm gonna Brave do you one huh <laughs> Brave you won. <laughs> well, you know what they say, sometimes to make an omelette, you have to buy four different packs of eggs and try all of them. So and, yeah. that's just what we did. Well, anyway, Wallalo, uh, we got it sorted. Talking about Wallalos, let's go to our pre the priest of the show. I think we probably all should decide what we are. I think Nathan's a wizard. Uh, James mm -hmm. is a priest. Hi, James. Welcome to the show. Evening, good evening. Good evening, good evening. And then Dan, our battle line, is back from oh, Shabangabang oh, Island. That's a, that's a lot better than what I was going to... I'd be like, probably a bard. Like, I'm, I, I feel like that I'm that guy that people are like, we didn't need him in the party, um, but we just put up with the noises that his mouth makes. Oh, you always need a bard. Yeah, definitely no, like... Essential. Yeah. Mm -hmm, battle mm -hmm. line bard. Yeah. Uh, right, so... Uh, hello, everyone. I'm back in the studio uh, using the new PC, uh, which is why there are technical errors at the start, which is a bit of a shame. Uh, but we should be all good. I think I can do all manner of things, uh, which is nice, including tell you guys if you if you're listening to this as a podcast, including the show notes will be a cheat sheet, which you guys can find in the link, which we use in an event at the weekend. We'll talk about that in the future, uh, as is also an AOS scorecard. Those links are in the chat. Nailed it absolutely shabanga bang that um and those links <laughs> if you guys want to do that today's show on age of sigma monday still a working title four years later dan if you've got a different idea for the show please let us know wasn't it like oh no that was like what the fuck i don't know i i yeah i thought no we were idea. calling it uh the nathan prescott show Mm. We, we decided, well, yeah, I think we thought that. Thanks, Banzi Bart, for subscribing. First time ever. <laughs> what made you subscribe? Was it the four, three gorgeous <laughs> followers on the screen? What was it? What or, was it? Or is it, 
It's that team that you hired, Rob, to go around to people's houses and threaten them to, to subscribe. Like, I, I had those guys come by and I was like, whoa, whoa guys, ease up. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm already here. They were surprisingly aggressive and British. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was like surprisingly we... British. I was like, you're very, they had like monocles and top hats and shit. And they were like, oh, well, chum, you should probably subscribe to the Honest Wargamer. Uh, or something very unpleasant might happen to you. It was really weird. <laughs> it's very weird. Or it, was the, or it was the fact we were all muted at the start. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so anyone who's tuned in, in live today on Twitch or watching over on YouTube, oh, I should tell people we're live. I'll tweet about it. Nathan, tell us what we're talking about today. What's on the show today? Uh, today, um, we are we just going to talk about stuff we did on the weekend. Yeah, so, you've, you've yeah. got it. Although, although we've got to caveat it a little bit. All four of us were at an Age of Sigmar event somewhere in the world. Well, three of us were at the same event, and then Dan was at another event. But thankfully, we were all at an Age of Sigmar event at the weekend, and that means all of us can talk about playing Age of Sigmar 3. Generally, there's six games of Battle Report coming from Nathan, so this is going to be a doozy. If you're listening to this as a podcast, I'd probably go for a long hike. If you're watching this on YouTube, paint that whole army that you've wanted to paint. Any of those things. If you're watching it on Twitch, I'd get a chair. Because I got one, thanks to the Twitch chat. <laughs> and I have sat down, ready for the longest show in the history of man. Uh, to talk about the tournaments we had. But before we do that, there is news. And before we do that, I have to see how the co-hosts are. I'm going to start with James Powell, because James Powell is gorgeous. James Powell, how are you? Word. Uh, super good, super well. Uh, I had a lovely weekend. I am very tired today. I forgot quite how knackering it was to paint a load of models for an event, go to an event, and I always said never play six game event again after the first one. And somehow I ended up playing six games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's because you're stronger. I think anyone who didn't play six games at the weekend is weak. And we should mock them furiously and constantly, is what I think. Yes. Yes, it's, Joe. I, I, <laughs> I feel like the the mocking was going to happen on my end either way. So I'm just going to embrace the fact that I didn't play six games on the weekend. I, I, I'm a dirty little pig boy and I deserve it. Uh, sometimes there's time to... Listen, Dan. Sometimes there's time to be dainty and sometimes there's time to be a pig. Yeah, and you mm. do what you need to mm-hmm. do. Uh, Absolutely, and which, I do me. How have you been? Have you been well? Is that me or James? Yeah, you, you, you. Oh, I asked oh, James I how he was. Still about James. I asked James yeah, how he was. Oh, no, I'm good. Yeah, James is beautiful. It's really hard to compete with him. I just find it really threatening. Um, I'm, I'm great. Uh, I, I had a really, really intense uh, few months with work, which is why um, I disappeared. Whatever else uh, these gentlemen told you is absolutely also the truth. So um, if if they said that I was punching kangaroos because I was so upset with the Lumineth release, let's go with that as well. That seems about like up up my alley. Uh, but yeah, I had a really really awesome but intense uh, few months with work, and now I'm I'm uh, I'm a human being again, which feels good. Feels good to be just you know a group of blokes sitting here all definitely wearing pants. Hey, listen. The only thing that matters, Dan, everything, having you back is great. Love, can't wait to hear you talk about Age of 3. Can I just thank Stabgrot for subscribing for six months in the chat? I see you, Stabgrot, <laughs> and I am into it. Now, listen, Stabgrot, I don't want to be a wanker, but there's no way you're better than Potgrot. No mm. way. You're good. You're good. Yeah? Are you better than Craggy? 
100%. Yeah? Are you better than all of the Gobbapalooza? 100%. Yeah? But are you better than Potgrot? No chance. Nathan, what do you feel about that? Uh, I'm a little bit... Uh, I don't know about the Gobbapalooza thing. They're just... <laughs> the my cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> oh. um, had had some time with them on the weekend, them lads. Me and who? them lads. Who with? The Gobbapalooza. We sp- we had a, a a day together on the weekend. You had a day together? Yeah. I, didn't I you have two days to... together? No, yeah. they didn't come the second day. <gasps> what? They stayed at home? Uh, uh, it might reflect in the results as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. uh, I, I I hope so. So um, uh, we've asked everyone how that. Nathan, d- uh, tell me how you are. That's what we need to do before we get on with the show. How you been? What's been going on? Uh, I'm well. Uh, um, tried to recover from a long weekend of six games of Warhammer by wandering around Nottingham drinking. So that's um. Uh, <laughs> so you're telling me not only are we getting a Nathan Prescott battle report, we're getting a drunk Nathan Prescott battle report, or at oh, least tipsy. Was... Well, yeah, a little bit tipsy. I'm, yeah, I'm here. Oh Hello. my god, I cannot gonna... wait for this. This is going to be so again. long. <laughs> this is going to take hours. Uh, thank you very much to uh, um, Potgrot for donating ten pounds to the show. <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> Let's go, Potgrot! You win. Uh, you're the one. Thanks, Middlevale, for resubscribing. I thanks everyone for resubscribing. Um, I've just uh, realised uh, we're outputting at six k. KPS as opposed to 1.5, so definitely the stream's going to break halfway through the show. Get ready, everyone. <laughs> definitely did, didn't didn't prioritise my settings when I set up OBS today, so watch out. Right, okay. Uh, should we jump into news? Do you guys want to hear the news? Yeah. 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 Me. Like thick, like American peanut butter. That's what I want. Okay, can I get a official world over? Wherever you are right now, I need you to stand up. Yeah, I'm standing up. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, I need you to I need you to look into the sky. I need you to put down everything you're doing and I need a round of applause for War Scroll Builder being updated. That's what I need. Yeah. That's what I need everyone in the whole world. Yeah. That rise to attention. Salutes. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely everything. That's all we Thank you to Tony P making it so that uh, we can play Warhammer again and not do a donal and, of course, write it in pictorial form. I don't know if you saw uh, Dan uh, Donald's list submission for the tournament this weekend. He drew each one of his units out. It was like, he was like, Iron Gut, Iron Gut, Iron Gut. He drew them out one at a time. Unit of eight boys. There was a pony. That was Kragnos. It was probably the best list I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, so now the only thing that's going to beat that is for people to write their lists in emojis. And send that to the tournament organizer. Just, just, and like for points, you know, like the little 100, just be like 100, 100, 100, 100, 300 points. You know, there we go. That's it. That's, let's really mess with TOs. Yeah. Um, so also, anyone that's going to one of Rob's events, you heard it here first. He wants his uh, lists in emojis. Doesn't upset me. What are you going to do? But what's going to happen? I'll just be like, you get no points all tournament. What are you going to do now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't upset you. It doesn't upset me. I can't wait to tell someone they get zero points all day. I'm like, <laughs> but I won't tell them till the end. I'm like, oh, you did really well, but zero points for all your games because of how you submitted your list. 
Okay, everyone submit their lists to Rob as emojis because he can't zero everyone and he'd have no winners. <laughs> you mad fuck. I'll zero everyone. I'll give myself the trophy. I'll be like, you all lose, trophy for me. And I'll walk home happy is what I'll do. So War Score Builder being updated, which is very exciting. That's got to be the big news, right? Yes. Yeah? 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. I, I rewrote my lists today that I used on the weekend. Did you find oh, out that you'd spent too many points on two little points? They were exactly the same. <laughs> so it's good. All good. <laughs> uh, James, are you happy about War Squad Builder being re-updated? Yeah, I, I just think like it's nice as well because it hopefully gives us some confirmation that it's staying, I think. In what way? When uh, our beloved app becomes a paywall, it will be nice if uh, War Squad Builder never leaves us. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Uh, I completely agree. Hello, Colonel Cabbage. Big love to you. Uh, all right, so War School Builder's updated. You can write your army list if you go onto the community site and go on warschoolbuilder.com. It's how we all write our lists. Hello, Owen Jackson in the chat. Big goldfish. Big shout to you. Super keen. Hello. Um, uh, so that's all good. So we're keen on that. Other news. We're going to go through it now. If you guys want to go on to wahamacommunity.com, we're going to be looking at the brand new releases that we saw via the weekend. Has everyone absorbed the brand new releases? Have you seen yeah. them? Oh, I've absorbed them so good. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's let's talk through them, shall we? Uh, if you guys are interested. So we'll start right at the top and see what you guys think. First up, uh, the thing that we need to talk about is uh, the... The new battle tomes, the Order Battle Tome, Stormcast, Sotomcrest Eternals, and then the Uruk War Clans, but with a cruel boy on the front. So much to break down here. James, as a Stormcast fan, talk to me how you feel about this. Exciting. Played yeah. a little bit at the weekend, realized I missed half my rules and didn't have half my rules. So excited to actually have some rules for the new, the new uh, bunch of silver boys for me. And right. girls, so boys and girls. You actually used Dinistra and uh, the Annihilators, eh? Yeah. And any of the other ones? or was... uh, Yeah, I used the Annihilators, Injasna, uh, the Guard that go with her. I can't think what they're called at this moment in time. Someone in the chat, I'm sure, will tell me. Uh, and who else do they have? Oh, and the Lord Imperitant, who, who's really weird. Like... He blew my mind a little bit. Why? Uh, so <laughs> so he, he comes with the Griff Hound. Yeah. Like, it's baked into his points. But him and the Griff Hound are one model. So the Griff Hound is a model, but it's not a model. So it makes him a weird, like, double base. But if one of them can fight, they both fight because their war scroll is one. They all fight through each other, do they? Yeah. Hmm. So it's it's a, they count as a single model, but they're two like yeah. four email bases mm. or whatever, which is I've been, I've you know been doing that for is. ages with uh, the Arachnicaldron. It's so good. You can do so many janky things. Yeah, it's really interesting. But like mm. I think because I'd read it originally, I was like, oh, like they count as one thing. And then after when I put them on the table, I was like, well, they're actually one thing. Like he's got seven wounds to represent, and yeah. but but it also means like that's a tanky Griffhound on a three up save. 
No, you know what it is? Have you seen uh, – I've seen, I've seen them a lot here. It's people when they go out like bike riding or walking and they have that little bag that the dog sits in and kind of stands yep. in and just pokes up over their shoulder. That's what he goes out. So he puts on all of his armor, he gets all of his weapons, and then he goes and he gets his little uh, doggy poochu like little backpack knapsack pops it on and then his griffhound just hops in the back of his bag and rides along on his very big imposing shoulders he's fine he's good he's great it's lovely he's just an animal lover okay. as opposed to like the lord veritants and stuff that set up and then you set up another griffhound and then just nine times out of ten throw the griffhound in the way as chaff i like that this guy actually cares about the welfare of his animals yep. he's the first one that peter's not giving a hard time to except that I believe he is wearing a dead animal on his shoulder. Wow, is... he had to, he might as well use his dead friend, right? Could be like roadkill. Yeah. There's a lot of people who, out there who just go find roadkill. Mm. I'm pretty sure a lot of Americans just eat it, don't you? Isn't that like 50% of their diet? Are you talking to me? You're talking to me about that? I don't eat no, roadkill. No, I'm saying Americans. Like I assume <sighs> they've got big no. roads, so that's pretty much like like a farm, just every road. It's like, hey, we've got some raccoon. There's like so many roads... No, that's not mm -hmm. how things are. That's how, no, is that weird. an Australian thing? Uh, m well, mostly it's just to show dominance over the animals back home. Um, you know, like you can't let them get a one up. In case they rise uh, up. Nathan, what well, about hilariously... you? Hilariously. Sorry, what? sorry, Dan. I just. Uh, I've, you've eat, been... I've eaten roadkill. My dad collected it a couple of times. Yeah. And made us eat it. It was all right. Um, I've, I've eaten a, a pheasant that got hit by a car, and a rabbit. Then, uh, actually, my sister used to live in Kent, and there was this guy down the road, and he ate a badger once that got run over by a car. <laughs> Did Speckles kill it? <laughs> Probably. Hates badgers. That's he's a side got a thing against badgers, yeah. Yeah, he has got a thing against badgers, but you guys might not know about that. Anyway, uh, all right, so, uh, um, Nathan, listen, this is a you and me thing. Oh, no, Dan, Dan, how do you feel about the Sotramcast book? The launch of a book. My question also is to you, have you been doing enough push-ups? Because that thing is going to be heavy as Ooh. hell. It's going to yeah, be getting... 800 pages long. It's uh, getting that thickness. Most of those are hero pages. I am. I am super keen. Uh, I've got. Uh, I've got Taron, my personal trainer, who has been. Uh, his, who I've been working out. You know, under the tutelage of because I. I got hella fat over COVID. Um, mostly only only because I was drinking an obscene amount and and oh. eating an obscene amount and doing no exercise. Um, so she's fixing me by making me cry on my inside and my outside on a weekly basis. And I think uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this to her and I'll be like, hey, Taryn, I I need to be ready for this book. She's not gonna understand it, but I'm just gonna be like, take the biggest book, like take War and Peace, take the Iliad. Um, and then I, I need to be able to hold this book for six games. Otherwise, James won't respect me. Well, okay. Uh, and so I, I think that's going to be the benchmark. There is some yeah. sad news that we need to talk about. But, but, but a show of only enthusiasm, I'm going to say. I'm going to be raw enthusiasm for the day. I'm very excited about everything. But uh, more on this. Nathan, so bottom team. This is literally top v bottom right now and not Mark Wildman's sort. This is me and Nathan versus James and Dan. You guys, the Stormcast bros on the bottom level. Nathan mm -hmm. Prescott and me on the Uruk War Clans tip. Yeah, we're the hype beast for it. But Nathan, how do you feel <laughs> just, about... Just the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. How do you feel about um, 
the Cruel Boys, the Swamp Bogglers, being on the front page, replacing a mega boss. What do you think? Uh, I'm okay with that. They're the new Flash gets, I guess. Uh, I think there's a mega boss stood behind him. And there is. Sculpting yeah. Around. yeah, yeah. Behind him. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the new Flash. I mean, he's a very handsome fella. Should be on the front, isn't it? I mean, he is. A, you're correct. He's incredibly handsome and gorgeous, and I'm yeah. so into the Swamp Bogglers. It's unbelievable. So into Eight Sigma Three. It's unbelievable. Like played six games this weekend. All I want to do is play more. But uh, apparently, there's a Chaos Dwarf in the background. In the back right hand corner uh, is the Gossip. I don't know if that's true, but it's the Gossip. I don't know if you uh, yeah. like in in that background. I don't think they'll be in the Warclans book, right? No, no. I don't think so. Uh, imagine if they are. That... that would be so cool. They're just <laughs> servants to the orcs now. Yes! They're like, there's there's this level. It's orcs, and then it's hobgrots, and then it's grots, and then it's Rob's homebrew chapter. Can't like, hurt me. so low, they're not even in you it. You can't hurt me. Like, if I if, if I have to pay the lowest class in Age of Sigmar, I'll take it, which is what I do in life. <laughs> and every person above me, I'll have a chip on my shoulder about their position in life, their wealth, their status, their marital situation, everything, Dan. Everything I'll hold against them like a spiteful chaos dwarf, and I will love it. Yeah, only problem is I'm quite tall. So it doesn't really work. <laughs> like, you could be, we could cut you in half and you could be two. Like a like that yeah, like a Darren drops. Brown situation. I don't think Darren yeah. Brown does a chopping in half one, does he? We just Daniels. paint a couple of couple of eyes either side of your belly button, and you can pretend there's one under the bottom and one on the top. Two chaos dwarves wearing a trench coat. Yes. Are you telling me <laughs> I'm, two, I'm two chaos dwarves wearing a, a Rob skin? Is that what? Yeah. <laughs> wearing a Rob trench coat. That's all you are. Um, can we, uh, super quickly though, the Stormcast Eternal book, while we might be talking about the fact that there's a, a cruel boy front and center, the new hotness for the Uruk Warclans, for the Stormcast, technically the foreground is a Chaos Warrior. So, like, Stormcast didn't even get the foreground on their own book. No, but um, they, they, got, they didn't even go for the battle line though, did they? They, got, they went for an Annihilator at the front, which I think is... Which, uh... I dig. I dig on it. Like, I, I loved last edition, um, you know, uh, uh, Storm Bay on the front with, like, just standing there staunch as hell, looking crazy aggressive. I loved that uh, that image So on, on Age of Sigmar 2. So I'm, I'm all for, like, not heroes and stuff like that because I think they look really cool. Okay. Yeah. More, okay. more liberators, the better. <laughs> Less liberators the better. All right, let's let's cycle through these. So, uh, Twitch chat, what? Liberators. Twitch chat, Twitch chat. How do you guys feel about the front covers? How do you feel about the books? Uh, Uruk Warclans. I'm a bit upset that the Cruel Boys don't get their own book. I don't know why I feel that way. I'm just emotional. I want them to have all of the Swamp Boggly rules. I hope, obviously, they get their own side lynchers. I want to see three or four different factions. I want them to be based off different types of mud, potentially. You know, like this guy. Like, his, these guys are, like, good at... Like, they ignore minus one rend because they've got a particularly boggly mud on them. I, I'm not sure. Maybe mist. Maybe mud. Like, I don't know. How, what I, I think mud. There's enough magical mist in the mortal realms, there's not enough magical mud, and I really want there to be a sub-faction that are all about thermal hot spring skin care. You know, they're just like, oh, come into the mud, smear this on your face, leave it for 10 minutes, and you will find a level of softness you have never experienced before. I want that those to be where all the orcs go when they need a break, 
You know, like Godrex, like, (laughs) I've been working hard, I'm going to treat myself. And there's a Hobgrot who's just like, you carry a lot of tension in your head. Did you know this? He's like, I do scream a lot. Yeah, I do do that. So I, I would like that to be a sub-faction. <laughs> okay, all right. The sophisticated spa boys. Thanks, MJ Pegasus. It's fucking great. Boys. Great to see you. Uh, all right. Um, let's just, like, okay, bit of sad news. But if, it's, if it's a mist mechanic, then it'll probably be like the bad moon. So you probably won't have it for half the game. <sighs> They've updated it in they... the FAQ. They've updated the FAQ. What? Have you not seen it? You roll... So you don't have it first turn, probably, yep. or second turn. Quite possibly you don't have it the third turn or the <laughs> fourth ever. turn. Just ever. You don't get it. Um, okay. uh, hot tub tournament streams. Like, let's be specific, because all these other people are just like, oh, I'm in a hot tub, listen to me talk and look at me. And we're going to be like, I'm in a hot tub, Watch me play six rounds of competitive war dollies. Like, no that's that. the hot tub stream I want. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. We're live. <laughs> I was like, he's definitely refreshing this and letting us walk into it. I was like, if I get Good. one down up, he'll go for it. Good. <laughs> God damn it. So, uh, we'll just wait for, ah. we'll just give it a moment for everyone to get back into the show and then uh, we'll kick off, basically. Can't believe I messed it up. Apologies, everyone. Um, uh, but there you go. That's how it works. Right. So, 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 we've got to we've got to pull the bandaid off really quick. So, great news mm-hmm. about the battle tomes. I'm excited. I'm gonna need uh, an excitement level out of ten from you, James. Out of ten, how excited are you for the new battle tome? Give me a number. Uh, eight. Perfect. Eight out of ten. Perfect. Dan, where you at? Uh, for the battle tome, I'm only a seven. Because I'm stuck in the middle of the river of indecision on whether I commit hard to my age of, uh, my cities of Sigma for the my first army of the new edition, or whether I commit really hard to the the new storm bays. Um, so I'm 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 just a seven because I'm I'm torn. My my soul is being flayed. Okay, and Nathan Prescott, what number are you at? Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna give it a five. A five. Yeah. What the fuck why it's a nice round number my other hand's holding drinks so <laughs> i can only count to five so that's that's i that's give you five out of ten because my other hand has got a beer a five out of ten because my other hand's got a beer okay uh, the other reasoning is that uh uh not really gonna probably not gonna uh, bother with the shiny dudes what the storm casts so it's just the orcs um the cruel boys are great and i'm in yeah i'll uh, i'll i will probably stock oh, i've got a load already as you know from the dominion box so i'll add those but i've got a iron draws army that i yep. like to use when i've got the time to use more than one army and um pardon me the um <laughs> <laughs> the uh what they called the iron jaws uh it means that i'm gonna have to have a book instead of like at the moment the iron jaws are on my phone well there oh. we go we're gonna have to talk All about right, it the so... sad news let's rip the band-aid I... off go on i'm gonna have to have a real uh, like one of those book things and it's just like shit uh, so, Nathan, the app, yeah? The Hokey Cokey. What's it all about? Tell me. I don't know. Where is it? Is it ready yet? Huh? No. 
No. Well, then, no. So it, it, it tells you on the article, which is nuts, uh, in there you get a code, which you can't use yet, and at some point you'll be able to use it when the app comes out, basically. Well, I want the app, and I don't really want the book. And I just, I, I want the book, but I don't want it like a, like in the old days, where it's paper and stuff. I just want it, a book as in like, where it's magic stuff that's on the light thing that you carry around with you. Yep. The, the, the mini computer machine. Yeah, that thing, that small PC computer machine. Listen, there's no digital books. 2021, the decision has been made. We're doing it old school. We're not doing anything anymore. We're not using phones. We're not using apps at all. We're all off social media and we're messaging again. The other day, yeah. someone sent me an SMS. Yeah, does anyone remember an SMS? Awesome. And then, and then I was like, me nan send... sends me one sometimes. <laughs> and then I was like, send me, send me a picture. Fifty p it cost me. Fifty p yeah. via an MMS. Nathan. MMS. Yeah, I can't wait for Age of Signal four. And we have to fucking start using stone tablets and chisels again. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you, Nath, you're pretty much there. Didn't I see you writing lists on a block of wood off cut the other day? So you're, you're pretty much there. Yeah, but I was, uh, it's called recycling. I was um, upcycling, recycling the wood that was left over from the job. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thieving, I think is what it's called. Waste. I'm into it. Waste not, want not. That's me. Well, listen. The, the sad news is that we just let's just hit it out. If you guys don't know, you could previously buy your books digitally. I know a bunch of you mm. probably wouldn't because you're a bunch of luddite libtards like me. Uh, but yeah, instead, instead you can no longer do it digitally. Yeah, mm. and much like all of the bad decisions in life, like calling vet, uh, vets vets instead of doctors. Dogters, which they should have done. Yeah. <laughs> Games Workshop <laughs> made the decision to do no digital products. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. You don't know. You don't get to say a joke like that and then move on. That is singularly one of the greatest sentences I have heard in my life. And you're treating it like it was nothing. I'm like, there are dads around the world who just went like, an amazing joke has been made so much. <laughs> I, just learned, I must I... immediately tell my kids and make them groan. <laughs> like, just everywhere, they all got a sense, like someone touched the thermostat at the same time. I, I bet Rob just fertilized 50 women instantaneously. <laughs> <laughs> woman? Told women? Do you know what a collection of women are called, Nathan? They're not called woman. Oh, they are, woman. It's a uh, collective term. Right. So, so that's no, what you did... done. Go on. You're such a good dad joke. Thank you. James, you're more of the tech savvy. You're one of the most. Thanks, Tom, from management for resubscribing. Appreciate you. Uh, can you ask Nathan uh, when he's free to look at my... Uh, I won't. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I love that you were reading. We weren't really oh, reading yeah. ahead, Tom. though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's coming. It's on the list. It's on the list. It's on the li Oh, do you know Tom from management? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I've got to go and finish this poo pipe, and I've got to put a top coat on the patch that I did there. Yeah. Perfect. I'm on it. 
Okay, listen, listen, we, listen. How do we all feel about the digital books going away? We knew it was coming. It's a sad time. What do you all think? James, you're our tech guy. Look at you. Yeah? You look like you're in, like an extra in Blade Runner. Talk to me. Tell me what you think we should do. Uh, I think I've ranted about this so many times. Okay. Like, livid. Hit me up. Pure livid. Dumb as hell. How dumb? I think it looks more like that dude from that Sandra Bullock film. But... <laughs> The 2000 film The 2000 film Hackers <laughs> Sandra Bullock's not yeah. in Hackers <laughs> It's got Angelina Jolie in It's one of my favourite movies ever Like <laughs> Right let's move on There's no digital books and we're all... There's no digital books we're all fucked Hopefully it'll reduce piracy like it did in 40k uh, Let's talk about the new uh, cast. Units, there's this new fella. New oh James, Ooh. did we not let you finish your rant? Did we just cut no. you off? <laughs> but you can cut me off, that's fine. Do you want to do your rant? Do you want to do your rant? No, no, no. We need a good rant. Give me the rant, yeah, James. Can, hit me up with a rant. Hit me up with a rant. Hey, but okay, can I just ask James a question? Um you you seem you obviously you seem upset by the loss of digital product, but like can can a digital product ever compare to just holding the book in your hands at an event and feeling the weight of the strength of your army in, in that said book? Uh, I, I don't want to carry a book. Like, that's my point. Like, I don't want to carry a book. Like, I carry an army to an event. Mm-hmm. I carry dice. Mm-hmm. I carry a tape measure. Mm-hmm. I carry all that shit. Like, I don't want to have to then carry a core rule book, a general's handbook, and an army book. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, it pisses me off more, and this is the one I always rant about, because, like, technically, I've had six Stormcast books or something since they came out however many years ago, and all of the others are in the bin. Okay. So okay. I think that, for me, is the biggest thing. Like, it's just such, like, every day, like, Games Workshop's a company that I am into, but they make everything out of non-recyclable plastic, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So, like, the one place where they can actually um, not cause you know, like, more pollution and product, like, into the world and could just do a digital book, they choose not to to stop piracy when we all know that 99% of the books that people pirate are PDFs that people have made from copies of the book that have leaked Mm. or copies of the book. So it's not going to stop it anyway. James, sorry. I think it would just make it worse. James is getting a quick message from our... Allegedly... Just uh, make sure you allegedly at the end of that every time. Come on, allegedly, Dan, sorry. You work in this industry allegedly a lot, yeah. right? Allegedly a lot. Always <laughs> everything we say. Let's just put a pin in it and say we always said allegedly first. It's just there. Allegedly, are. There you go. But I, I genuinely, I think. Okay. If oh, we can't spend back, too much longer on this. Go on, though. If you were to go back five, ten years and say, hey, you get a digital download copy in all your books, I would have been stoked because I always wanted to have the books at home and then I wanted to have uh, a digital copy to take to events. But now that books change and come through so thick and fast, I don't want a physical copy for exactly the reason James is saying. Unfortunately, this move is about five to ten years behind what was desired. That's that's all I want to say about that, for me at least. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. 
All right, let's move on. Let's talk. Let's talk about them. Let's talk about them new boys. Let's do James. You got to be excited about this. This is up, this is your wheelhouse. Uh, uh, Dan, you're excited about these as well. James, how do you feel about um, yeah. the, the this fella? Like just immediately, I get Deadpool vibes. That scene See, where there's only three of them and they're doing the walk. How do you feel? You mean from Cable? He looks a bit like Cable. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, oh, cool. Um, so, so this is the only one so far that's given me big mis- mixed emotions oh really mm. yeah so mm. i think the model's amazing i think okay. like the styling's amazing and the sculpting's amazing okay and then i looked at him and saw his description okay and realized he had a thin name he had a I what name a pissing name like oh he's a named name character. character yeah I don't need more name characters. I've got 92. But what if he's got the best story? Like, uh, the best. As a, small, as a small child, he trained for years to be a, like a forklift driver in the mortal realms. <laughs> yeah? But then... <laughs> do you, and do you want to know what then happened? Was I read the thing after I realised he was named and saw leader of the Hammers of Sigmar. And I thought, how many named characters just... Uh, bloody hammers yeah. of sigma need oh they more like that's what they're like they like, like that's their thing man. i loaded i loaded war scroll builder in excitement noticed all the new models are on there and some stormcaster from a book that we don't have yet already on there mm. okay that's fair you're making great points and really well made. and i realized that stormcast have 35 leaders <laughs> <laughs> And 30 of them are Hammers of Sigma. So, yeah. you know, well, that's well, it. They've all of options. the no characters are. And I don't think, like, none, I don't think there's ever been a point where I'm like, I'm taking specifically Vander's Hammer Hand. So I'm like, oh, I'll take the other guy. But I think that was, like, the one of the last named characters that was like, oh, he's named and he's not. Like, Neve Black Talon or whatever her name was mm. for ages was just her. And then after a while, they were like, oh, no one's used this girl. Oh, just also no named. She is also no named. Okay. Um, okay. I so reckon. You... I reckon he's not going to only be a named character. I reckon he's like it'll be like the helmetless version is in the named character, and you see that there's the helmet option there as well. Mm-hmm. If you scroll down a little bit more, yep. I think that that's going to be a generic character. But can we talk? Okay. Apart from the fact that he has shoulder pads, like he's in World of Warcraft or something like that, I want to point out the most badass element of this model. Go on. If you if you scroll down to where you can see him holding his hammer in two hands. Okay, sure. The face of his hammer has a hammer. So he hits you with the hammer on his hammer. Hammer he squared. You with, hammer time. Hammer, no, it's, it's, ha- it's hammer to the power of three. He hits you with a hammer. He's hammering you with a hammer's hammer. That is the coolest weapon. He's like, I shall strike you with my hammer. And then it's just like in triplicate this man does not mess around and i when i saw that i was like wicked someone was like you know the face face of a hammer should be flat to do maximum crushing damage and he went put a hammer on it now like yeah. why it's like more so hammers, know, please. know what they've been hit by because then they yeah. can look at the embossed mark <laughs> <laughs> oh, that the um the the uh leader annihilator has a comet on the end of his hammer 
Okay. Uh, yeah. Running yeah. theme. That's why he could only be used in the hammers of Sigma. What did they, they do, they James? Very about hammers. They took design cues and ran it through the whole range. Madness. <laughs> I can't believe it. Uh, can we talk about, listen, all of it's great. Paint job, excellent, obviously. Don't need to talk about that. Uh, the key point there is the, the what the flip is happening at the back thing. The, the, the doodad on the back. The, what even is Just that? Just clip it off. Yeah, I know. I'm, I mean, I would. I'm gonna. But my like, my real question is, what's and also the the helmeted version a lot like Santa. He looks a lot like Santa. The, the I think for me, like the helmeted version, there's a couple with like little beard faces in the Dominion box that are quite cool. Mm-hmm. But I also think like that one's never gonna look good because that head option's incredible. Okay. Like, every 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 online RPG I've ever made, any Baldur's Gate, any any of those. Always got a scar across my face. This guy is my RPG character. <laughs> Do you know what? The best news in the chat. Uh, the, it's an antenna to his ear. Okay, I'm in. Changed um, my mind. <laughs> he's got that good Wi-Fi signal. Is what he's got. Yeah. Calling down them thunderbolts. Apparently. <laughs> all of, it's because all of the other Stormcast get his Warhammer Plus uh, account so that they can access their War Scrolls. Warhammer Plus. And so. So he needs a really strong Wi-Fi signal because of how many people are going to, you know, they'll be like, hey, mate, can I just tether to your iPhone? And he's like, yeah, sure, mate. The password is uh, Sigma forever. What's the best bit? You've just reminded me. Can we all just talk about what the best bit of Warhammer Plus is? You three, quickly. What's your favorite part about Warhammer Plus that you're looking forward to? Dan, go. Uh, I am looking forward to getting it probably for a month, consuming all of the content I can, and then forgetting I have uh, the account and continuing to pay for it for six months until I realize it's still there. Nailed it. Nathan? Um, fuck, I don't know. The adult content. <laughs> <laughs> Never talking to you again. James? <laughs> Uh, I'm looking forward Good. to how salty Twitter's going to be for the next nine months. What? None of that. None of that. I'm hoping that they go What's full... the right answer? Well, I'm hoping they go full e-girl on it. We get everyone, like, uh, they get, like, you know, you donate money and you get names written on the arms of the presenters. Because that's what I'm going to do over the next few, like, weeks. That's what I'm going for. Donate 50p. I'll write your name on my forearm, what that sort of jazz. Say? Huh? What? What happens? What happens? You write... We write our names on people. Yeah, so Wait, if, Rob, so, important question. Yeah, How okay. much right now mm-hmm. for someone in the chat to get you to write their name across your forehead for the rest of the show? Not my forehead. <laughs> Can't be my forehead. Everything yeah? has a price. No. Orskin. No, no. That, um, that doesn't exist. So, uh, <laughs> I have to go back in time to get that. Uh, on my arm. On my arm. I don't know if I have a pen. One name. Yeah. Is there a knife? <laughs> <laughs> right. How much the question? How much you get Nathan to dance? Right. Listen, we're off track. Do we like the storm? This is the news section. We're not even near finished. Someone wasn't on the island. Yes. <laughs> Every time he blinks. But what about it's like Indiana Jones? No. Everyone stop. Inside of his eyelids. Don't so no, don't they, uh, don't donate any money. I, I'm not e-girl enough. Right. Come on. Let's talk. Let's talk about um, uh, this this fella. Like you, so the Stormcast guys, you guys don't seem bothered, and the, I didn't see what the Twitch chat said. So whatever, I like I, him. I, I think he looks boss. I love him. He looks great. He looks yeah. great. Is he is he the same as Sigvald? What do you mean? Got... Chap, 
chapless abs. Pants up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no! Wait, all chaps are assless, aren't they? So they're just chaps. Is he wearing chaps? Yeah. No, he's wearing I think chaps. he's. I think he's wearing. So if chaps are always assless, then you have to say that he's wearing ass chaps. <laughs> chaps with ass chaps. Full ass assed chaps. Full ass chaps. Yeah. Full yeah. ass chaps. Right. This chaps guy looks plus. great. I don't know if it's like the yeah. the 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 black uh, like cloak that I'm really digging. Um, but the knight relictor's got, and he's also got a sick mace, like Sauron's mace. It just looks. I love that. Big fan of that. Yeah. Really into it. He's got a hilarious skull though. Like this little like the helmet on the skull is really funny. Well, it's a sensor, right? Like yeah. it's a it's a, 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 a smoke like in, incense sensor. Well, he's got he's he's had no sensor making that his sensor because it doesn't look any. It looks hilarious. I'm not scared by that. Is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, but also it's a skull, which means it has big holes in the eyes, nose, and all around it. Why did he need to ventilate it more? <laughs> it would have been just as creepy with all of the gas and whatever he's swinging around coming out the eyes and nose instead of being like it for some reason comes out of it the top. That's fair. That's fair. I like him. I think he looks great. New Relictor. Have we, is it, I mean, it's not been that long since we had a Relictor in what, like five years. So the fact that it's getting updated, are we all cool with that? That's fine. Uh, he's different. Yeah, he's not. A, he's a, is this a he's, knight or a lord? He's a knight Relictor, yeah. not a lord no. Relictor. Yeah, What's... so he's a budget one. So well, what well that's only in like classic uh, heraldry. Nath, do we know if a lord or is is higher than a knight in this new setup? Yeah, yeah, we do. Oh, how come? Because that's where it is in the dictionary. But they've got a different dictionary where they they spell things like poos and other stuff. Okay, fine. All right, I'm just going to move yeah. on from this. <laughs> I think we just keep quiet for a few moments. <laughs> the next one is we've got ourselves uh, a spear, a sword battle line as opposed to the spear battle line. I like the sword ones. Uh, I think they look great. I, I prefer the spears, but I'm a big fan of this. How do you guys feel about it? Yeah, they're cool. They're, they're, they're cool. I, I I mean, you have to see their rules because they're. I think they're, they're an entirely different unit, I think. Uh, vanquishers yeah so they're an entirely different unit okay um, so they have celestial great swords that hit exceptionally hard so what i'm hoping is like minus four nine damage <laughs> then i'm then i'm even more on board no, no, i okay. do like the little mini trumpet that's with them well so i really a... oh, God, the, no, sorry. the dude who's kind of sharpening his sword because it reminds me of one of my favorite old uh fantasy models which was their empire general or, or great sword that was cleaning the blood off of his sword with a cloth um it kind of reminds me of that so yeah i dig i really dig these guys Okay, good. I, I The thing that we talked about on Saturday, which I'm a huge fan of, is because obviously, uh, especially in-game rules-wise, uh, we're getting uh, leaders and com- command units uh, able to do more stuff. So uh, the ever-famous Ego Pomp uh, from uh, the, uh, oh, what are they called? Uh, the Twin Souls uh, for Slaanesh. Uh, obviously, is better because he can do command abilities from. So now this guy who's like rubbing his sword very seductively, I imagine, is the leader, which is cool. <laughs> but it also means we're getting the other units as well. So we're getting the classic trumpeter and we're getting a bit of a banner mm. back. And I love that. I want there to be like a, yeah. a banner in every five, ten man unit. Like I'm, I'm pro that. Like so, and I hope that that carries on. I hope they've like really rethought about it and they thought, do you know what? We'll stick a, a little command unit in each unit and we'll have a great time because I'm really keen for that. Big thumbs. Yeah. Okay. Good. Cool. Right. I dig it. I love it. I and yeah, again, like starting to put that back in 
is is a cool thing too because yeah. we see it in a lot of the other cities of Sigma. So it seems odd that then the Stormcast are like, yeah, we don't need it. Just one guy in every five gets a big hammer. Uh, yeah, that's true. Done. Uh, now, next up uh, is not Judicators. Uh, so uh, they are another Ooh. shooting unit. Uh, you've got Judicators, Vanguard, Raptors. Uh, you, did they forget about the Hunters? I think they might have. But um, there's, there's but <laughs> no, they've got cross. Oh yeah, yeah no, it's the Hurricane. The, the Vanguard Raptors are the ones with the two different weapon shots, and then there's yeah. also the the Bolt Storm pistols, isn't there? On the but doesn't matter. Yeah, doesn't matter. Um, what these do you guys, guys are rad. You like these, Dan? Oh, I love them so much. Like, I, every Stormcast army took Judicators because, admittedly, they were really good. Put them in the sky, drop them down. They'd shoot off a five-wound character, like, 70% of the time. But the, the thing was, they were all just, like, like that stock pose. Whereas these guys, they're dynamic. Like, it, it, you scroll through, and they just look wicked. I'm like, they look so cool. They're, like, almost like Stormcast scouts. They're, like, a cool combo of kind of uh, the Hunters and the Judicators. And they're dynamic, they're posed, they look like they're alive, not just statues and ranks of... I think that's the thing, sorry, um, to kind of articulate it. It's that they don't just look like ranks of unfeeling automata anymore. They look like heroes that have been reforged. They look alive, and which means that I suddenly care about them dying as well. Yeah, they look Whereas fucking, block, fucking class, don't they? A, a block of liberators dying, I don't give two shits about these guys dying i'd be like oh fuck there goes steve uh i can't believe he's now gonna forget his grandkids that sucks <laughs> yeah i agree uh, i think steve yeah i think they look great uh, james any thoughts on them nathan any thoughts on them just just big fan I, and i also i want to know why one of them's reading a piece of paper but other than that why big fan. uh that's not that's toilet paper because they're hunters and they work in the woods. When you okay. need to to dig a drop toilet, you gotta you go. You gotta have go. To Byo. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I never thought about that. That must have been so awkward back in the day. Like you took your armor off, you'd be like, you couldn't, you couldn't have a quick two minute, could you? Just like anyway, we'll, we won't go along that road, especially after <laughs> Nathan's had, especially after Nathan's had a tequila. Um, I think they look phenomenal. Is what I'm going to say. Phenomenal. I think I think all of the models look phenomenal. Big fan of the spear guys. Uh, and then we've got some more annihilators. We don't need to talk about those they're, anymore. Do they're we? very pretty, but I don't know why they've got big balls on the end of the arrows. What? They've got little spear tips. The, what are you seeing? Them, vi them vigulars. By the flight, you've got metal metal feathers and then oh, a big yeah. ball. Is this... Because it looks like a comic. Where, the, where you knock the thing the bow the arrow to your string oh is it on, on a ball yeah it is awkward isn't it you... mm. is this like a Zimbabwean bush so, thing Nate like that's not how you not, hunt it's not very historically accurate but they look cool they're, yeah they look more like um, a replacement for the hunters than the judicators that's if you fair. ask me. That's fair. Cool. I mean I mean it's pretty They're incredible. Nice. It's pretty incredible to see what they've done in five years, right? To go from mm. vin uh, judic or six years, sorry, to go from judicators to these. These are phenomenal, like in comparison. Annihilators, oh, big they? big swole boys. Yeah. Big right. Big now we're into the real shit. Now we're into the real shit. This is all that matters. The swamp bogglers. Here we are. I was so excited about these. First up, Swamp Boss Scumdrek. 
He's a legend among the cruel boys, um, and he's known to gamble on the outcomes of battles. There is zero way that I'm not bringing a pound to every single game I play in the future with <laughs> my list. And I'm just like, pound on this game? One copper coin? Whatever it might be, I'm betting every game I play with him. He looks great. Um, we heard that we were going to get a alligator slash a dragon. I think there's still some background images. We think there's still going to be some sort of wyvern type creature. Uh, Nathan, what do you think of uh, the bog beast? Yeah, oh, it's a very um, lovely looking creature. I wouldn't mind having one of those around the house. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, sounds. The gambling thing sounds cool. Sounds a little bit like animosity, maybe, or something like that. So yeah, I'm in. I used to love that mechanic. Everybody, can you just for the for the new Age of Sigmar people? Uh, can you let us know what animosity is and or was? Basically, animosity is when your army, when you try and play your army, and then your army tells you to fuck off, and it goes and plays its own game. <laughs> it does. It does. Which generally involves it losing. But it's quite fun. I think in like third edition, I played had an orcs and goblins army, and I spent one entire game just fighting myself. <laughs> Sometimes they'd surge across the battlefield and mess you up, and other times you'd watch your entire opponent's battle line crumble as they stood there like throwing poo at each other instead of actually coming towards you. It's great. Um, I, you know what I dig? I dig this whole range. Looks like it was designed by, like, the Jim Henson Company circa, like, Labyrinth or the Dark Crystal. Yes. It's the sex. And I, the thing I will, like, I I love the uniformity of it. It's it's this really haphazard kind of, uh, uh, like, broken down, busted, slapped together vibe. But just every model, every critter, every scale, every everything. It's so, it's, it is, like designed to the nth degree and it's it's spectacular you also you also super get from the models what they do they capture people mm. they go yeah. around they they come out of the bogs and they capture people like it's not like a frontline battle line unit you know they're like sneaky like and they they're there for like chaining people up like they're super into chains and whips like mm. nathan they're like they're loving this <laughs> like so they're like and, and we yeah and they're gonna they, end up in the pants sooner or later. They, oh, they're like, gonna end up in a gargant's pants, having the best time. They're gonna be look at that. That's a that's a ball scratcher right there under a mega gargant. Um, so he <laughs> looks great. Um, that's and... how they catch mega gargants, Rob. They actually just <laughs> clamp that around the nuts, and then they're just like, "Mate, you're gonna go wherever I say." And the mega gargant's like, "Well, he's yes, got me sir. by the short and curlies." <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> oh, sir. Uh, <laughs> right so i, I mean love, like look at on. the design like the tail just slapping down there and like coming around like you imagine this thing kind of lurks and then rears up like i just oh everything about its design speaks to me and i hate that i i i'm tempted by it but that's why i'm selling all of my cruel boys from my my dominion because i'm like i don't want to be tempted because i know it's going to happen oh my god i'm so in i'm a swamp boggler for life now yeah that's all I am. Two chaos dwarfs wrapped in a human skin and then also a swamp boggler is what I am. And I'm like, and I just, I think it's great. It's going to be a nightmare to paint. Like I could never, I'm going to do that. No justice. It's going to, it's going to look, <laughs> it's going to look like a swamp boggler when I'm finished with it. But like, I can't wait. Like I was, I was looking at it and I was like, like are those individual keys? What do they expect me? What do they expect me to do? Like, I just don't think it's fair. Basically. Is what I'm trying to say. It's like so. What, 
what you're saying is they need to lower their design skill to match your painting skill. Is that what you're asking? That's what I'm for? saying. No, I'm not. No, I, I don't know how I feel because I want them to look that good, but I know mine is going to look poop. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That's a personal. That's not everyone else's fault. Definitely not Games Workshop's fault. That's mine. Uh, anyway, the, uh, the there's also a named character and a non-named version, which is great. So hopefully he'll be like the powerhouse in the army as well, which would be really cool. And I hope that he's also got some cool aura buffs or something. Like he, I like he, he, the, the idea of him capturing things, maybe regains wounds, maybe like holds onto them, maybe throws them. I don't know. It'll be wicked. The there's next some, guy... Also something... God, really sorry. sinister about the fact that he has a tiny cage there as well as if for like not a fully grown person oh that's creepy it it does have like cheeky cheeky bang bang vibes right yeah 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 good i'm glad we're all there with that uh anyway <laughs> uh, or 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 the catholic church right so the other one that it builds is the snatch boss on sludge breaker beast if you want to give uh give scumdrek a friend to ride to battle with uh, and again, another phenomenal model and like a, a much more chunky. And I love the face mask, dude, the, the armor piece on the front. Nathan, what do you think about this guy? Uh, this is great. I saw uh, somebody on Twitter said, uh, quick, somebody give Dobby his sock back. <laughs> <laughs> that struck a chord. So, yeah, no, this is great. I mean, obviously, I love Grotz uh, doing things. So these guys are great. And that's... um. Some weird-looking troll, trogoth, uh, slug, whatever it is, slogoth, tro- whatever. I can't see the words anymore. Looks great. Yeah, such a great uh, piece. So, thousand percent thumbs up, please. Thank you, sir. Okay. And then uh, the next one, uh, we've got a contender for pot grot versus, of course, uh, stab grot, and we now have drum grot. Uh, this guy. Uh, this is the one you were talking about, Nath. So um, mm. uh, there's uh, this is uh, Giant Beastie. There's a more a marsh crawler slog off for when the grots need to arrive in style. Now, not a big fan of the actual marsh crawler slog off itself at all, but big fan mm. of the grots atop it. And again, they've got that like we're going to go capturing vibe, which I think is just wicked, and I'm really into it. So, um, so look, you- look at what the lad inside the thing has got. What's he got? got? A net. And the other lad has got a net too. There's so many nets in there. There's there are a lot of nets, uh, which is a bit of a prelude to the main story, which we haven't even got to today. Um, uh, is there a story? Yeah. Oh no, oh, you talking about that? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, go on. Down. The one thing I, I'm confused by. So these aren't hobgrots. So is this not then for the the um, cruel boys? Like, is this for because it looks like it's in their aesthetic, but I thought they were about hobgrots, not regular grots. Oh, well, it says it joins the, the ranks of the Auric War Clans. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not, just thinking like yeah. the, 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 the howder and like all of the, the kind of um, wood and metal like capture design looks very much in line with the Cruel Boys. But mm. then it's grots, not hobgrots. I mean, there may, there may be that the Cruel Boys have grots and hobgrots as well. And yeah, I'm just uh, caught up in the semantics. I think they're all very relaxed about who they hang out with, Rainy. <laughs> it's because they spend so much time at the spa, Nath. They just come out feeling really at peace yeah. uh, and willing to work together, you know? They're full of acceptance and, yeah, just acceptance. And you can be who you want to be. 
And uh, yeah, look, we've got a net and a cage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, so uh, they look brilliant. I think both ranges look phenomenal, right? That's uh, oh, and there's some alternate weapons on the gut rippers, which are also uh, pretty class. But if they're not ranged uh, two, uh, then I won't be doing that uh, at all. And then the Bolt Boys have got a unit champ, so whatever, who cares? Uh, both ranges looking like they're going to be really great. Um, so that's the kind of end of that, and no takeaways. The other kind of bit of news before we get to the main section of the show, an hour and twenty minutes into the actual show, is um the faqs came out on friday the faqs for age of sigma mm-hmm. came out friday and they were extensive we had war scroll updates for all of the endless spells across the game we had um uh, a variety of different core rules changes so many to take in mm-hmm. um uh, james has only stood out to you dan any stood out to you nathan any stood out to you who wants to go first uh the the ones that really kind of stood out to me is where clearly someone has gone through the books and the previous FAQs and gotten ahead of the game in what people were going to ask questions about and obviously be like, I gotcha. Um, like handgunners and sisters of the watch that had a rule where someone charged them, they could stand and shoot effectively. Uh, they, they could unleash hell. They've gone through and, and tightened that up a lot and things like that. Um, and I just, I, I like going through and reading a lot of that. I was like, awesome. Like really well thought out and designed. And, uh, I mostly just want to give props to the fact that a full range of FAQs was dropped before the release. I, I like usually we'd end up waiting for that, so snaps to them for for getting the whole kit and caboodle out when they did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you think, James? Um. Do you know what? I've completely blanked out on you. I'm really sorry. Go to Nathan. Don't worry, do Nathan. Me. Nathan, you're tired, aren't you? You've had a long weekend. The FAQs, Nathan, how do you feel? Uh, yeah, I'm tired too. I've had a long day. I've been drinking all day from the beginning of the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then don't worry but, about it. Don't, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to say this. Okay. It's a mixed bag. <laughs> <laughs> clip that. Someone clip that. It's a mixed bag. <laughs> it's uh, a mixed bag. It's no, a mixed bag. The, the good thing is, like Dan said, they came out promptly. In fact, they came out the day before mm. I thought they would come out, which was great because then we could use them for the that tournament that we did on the weekend. Yeah. It made some of my stuff shut up, but other than that, it was great. <laughs> it made some of the other stuff better. So, um, yeah. I, uh... A lot of the stuff they changed, I guess, uh, probably, if you look at it impartially, it's it's probably better for the game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, fair enough. Um, if it's uh, obviously, I mean, it's there's so much stuff, and there's probably only one dude doing it or two dudes doing it or whatever that. Uh, Probably can't cover everything, so there's probably stuff left out, or so it doesn't feel as complete as it could be. But uh, I think uh, overall, it's uh, it's it's uh, most welcome. Okay. Uh, and oh, thanks for so, the yeah, thoughtful uh, commentary. Yeah. Um, I'm very. Uh, 
I'm very cool boys about it. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Swampy is how you feel. Um, <laughs> full of acceptance. Yeah, full of acceptance. All right, perfect. Yeah, so um, the FAQs came out. There's still so much to deep dive that I'm going to do a faction mm. show on every faction over the next couple of weeks with someone who mm. plays that faction so we can deep dive it. I don't think we could do it justice on this show, uh, and so we won't really do that. So I'll do a deep dive across all the different factions over the coming weeks. Um, for you guys but yeah loads taken i mean generally endless spells were reduced in power level i'm gonna say mainly mm. uh that seemed mm. to be like a core mechanic they tried to address a lot of different things that might go wrong there were some pretty massive nerfs rerolls seem to be something that they hate now they've removed mm -hmm. rerolls from yeah. a load of different factions um they yeah. uh they 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 wrecked which is a good thing yeah they wrecked obr yeah. Um, I, like, I have a statement. I said this earlier on the stat show, so I'm going to kind of reinforce it again today. Um, I don't know what you guys think, but uh, I think that you shouldn't be playing OBR next six months to a year. And my reasoning for that is because you're going to learn none of the core skills. You're going to learn none of the skills that you get or none of the, use none of the abilities that are in the core book because you can't use them from OBR. So I just wouldn't use mm -hmm. OBR at the moment. And I really thought that they were going to give OBR access. But then I also thought they were going to give a whole bunch of units range two, and they didn't. And mm -hmm. oh boy, are they not... Uh... <sighs> That's uh, some bad news bears for some units. Um, mm -hmm. Some units are fine. <laughs> Uh, but some units are, like, not the best, right? Mm. Yeah, I felt like a, a lot more War Scrolls could have uh, been tweaked, but just to make them more playable and sort of in line with the points that but those I don't... War Scrolls adjusted up, up to. Like, uh, some of them were adjusted up quite significantly. Mm. So, uh, obviously, I've not looked at most of these. I've just looked at the gits because that's all mm. I care about at the moment but, and i was playing them on the weekend and there's units in there that went up significantly in points so 20 points increase and then also got a nerf a, a, an effective nerf in the faq mm. um and you think well you know it could just like um be a little bit more uh, uh you know considered in what they did with what they did there but there you go and then other stuff like points went down and they're still great um to everyone who's currently painting obr like some people are in the chat i'm not trying to put you off playing obr of course you can play obr i'm not saying that they're worse i'm saying that you won't you won't get to do the f most fun thing ever which is shout the word mm. redeploy as your opponent moves near you which is like <laughs> which honestly yeah. i think is like a bit of a game you know like as soon as they move and their finger literally lifts off you're like redeploy like, as soon as I can, I scream it at people. Read a boy! And they're like, oh. Um, which I, I enjoyed. Uh, okay. All right, so that's all the news section. News section is over. We are done on the news section. Mark it in your books. On to the main subject of the show. And that is that we all played Age of Sigmar this weekend. And we're going to talk Ooh. about what Age of Sigmar 3 with the FAQs. And we're going to talk about how we felt about it. What we enjoyed, what we, what happened, the drama, the highs, the lows, the sads. Uh, so, um, um, Dan, maybe we should start with you because we didn't like we, me, James, and Nathan were at the same event, so we didn't know we like we don't know what happened yeah. with you at all. So please let us know. 
Uh, so mine wasn't so much like a, a tournamenty event. It was the just a gaming club being like, hey, AOS 3 drops on Saturday, so let's just all get together and play you know, three games uh, in a day to kind of like nut it out and, and kind of smash around with the rules and get a handle on it. And and I, I got to say, loved it. Wicked. One of the, the things I would say, just talking about Endless Spells, though, that I realized is you have to read their new War Scrolls very carefully. For instance, Emerald Life Swarm, right? When you summon it, it doesn't move. So you summon it and it says its rule is it it's predatory. You summon it. It goes on the board, heals something when it's summoned, and then at the end of the hero phase, it moves again and heals again. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, with Emerald Life Swarm, the turn you summer in it, you get to double dip on the healing. It's things like tiny little key changes like that, though, that I was like, ooh, that's good. But then um, there are some of them that you summon, they move straight away and do their thing straight away. And, like, it's just all that kind of stuff where I'm like, this is I, – I really liked it. I, I freaking – I had a blast. It's awesome. So what army were you playing with? Uh, I was playing a Dwarden heavy Excelsis Cities of Sigmar army. Okay. And, and for those who know Excelsis, I rolled ones a lot. What's that do? So, let us know. Please let us know. Uh, Excelsis is uh, the 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 craggy city, and they. The, I was I'm tossing up between them and Greywater Fastness because I think uh, one of those could be the new hotness, especially with all of the like gyrocopters suddenly becoming amazing. Uh, but I managed to oh g'day Chump Hammer. That was Chump Hammer was actually my first game. He absolutely pushed my poo in with Daughters of Cain. Just relentless. I was like I would really like to go to the toilet now, and his army was like nope, back inside it goes. Um, so. Uh, it's Excelsis gets this ability where once per phase, so not turn, not battle round, not anything, once per phase for the entire game, uh, you roll a dice and on a you pick a unit. On a two up, they get plus one to hit. If you roll a one, they get minus one to hit, which sounds amazing because you're like, wicked, it's the shooting phase. I'm going to give this unit plus one to hit. Then your opponent charges and you use Unleash Hell. This is happening in the charge phase. So you can give uh, the Unleash Hell unit plus one to hit uh, to counter that negative one to hit. And then you get into the combat phase and you can give a unit plus one to hit. However, if you roll ones, they're at minus one to hit. So suddenly that Unleash Hell where you were like, ha ha ha, prepare to suffer. You're like, oh no, actually this has gotten so bad so quick. Um, I know it still caps out at one, but it just, it's, it's, it's stuff like that that really knocks you out. Um, so I think there's, I think Excelsis has legs, but I'm probably going to lean towards Greywater, I think. Okay. Fair, 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 fair. And I wasn't going to start and say, did he have Marathi? I didn't go there. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. That's not, that's not on me. Um, all right. <laughs> so Dan, as we go through our games, if you have any big takeaways, I'd like you to shout out and be like, oh, that happened to me too. That was, that was a thing. Yeah. Uh, James, Absolutely. you played in the singles event of the Spiteful 16 this weekend. What yeah. army did you take? Uh, what was your thought process? Talk to me about what you were doing. Uh, so I technically was lazy. Uh, so I know several people already know anyway, if they watch the show a load, but during lockdown, I painted two armies. I painted a Zinch army, uh, and I painted a Skaven army that haven't really seen any play other than like with some mates at various points through whatever, however many lockdowns we're now into life. Um, 
So I when three dropped, I got a list. So it's kind of like three bells, a bunch of bodies and a bit of scryer. And I thought, well, if I've got to learn a new game, I might as well just take like five, five war scroll army. Uh, so all of my games until this weekend were with Skaven. Um, but my day one, so my singles was, uh, say, three bells, 40 glam rats, 40 glam rats, 20 glam rats, always spears for range. Um, a uh, uh, warlock engineer, for lack of a better description of his name. I wanted a bombardier, but I haven't had time to paint him. Um, and a one wart lightning cannon, three rattling guns. Uh, and the jank is that the clan rats and the bells never die. The primary for the army is keep a wizard alive, and there's three 13 wound wizards with a five up DPR. Um, and then the little rubbishy lad with his five wounds and no, pretty much no save. Uh, and then like 80 clan rats running around, 20 clan rats running around. Everything can rally now, which is hilarious. Um, and then the warp lightning cannon. Uh, occasionally rolling ones and just destroying flamers or um, the rattling guns going off and uh, one rattling gun one 60 point rattling gun got more more warp power popped through a nor hole rolled an 11 doubled it because it overcharged shot down a uh, uh, empire mage on griffin in in without even sweating <laughs> True hero. 60, 60 points remover in 300 and whatever. Did he then explode? No. <laughs> it was even better. Amazing. He then stood there, turned and killed some demigriffs too. <laughs> Amazing. That's so good. Um, uh, so, like, talk, James, talk to me about the battle plans. Uh, on that day, we played First Blood, Tooth and Nail, and we played... Hold the Line. No, we didn't. We played. Uh, yeah. no, love isn't always on time. We played that on Sunday. On Saturday, we played. Oh my God, we might hold get the, the best. Line. No, we didn't play. Hold the line. The last game on Saturday was Survival of the Fittest. Nate only remembers one of the games. The last so game just on like Sunday. Every time he's like, "We played Hold the Line." No, no we didn't. No. no, I'm pretty sure we played Hold the Line. <laughs> so, James, what did you make of the uh, the new scoring system? So, the battle tactics and. The, the secondaries uh, and the primary. So hold one, hold two, hold more. How do you feel about it? What was going through your head? Were you not really thinking about it? Were you just like big chungus? I'm going to roll double six on the bells, run forward where you at? What's called hold? No, I, don't, I think like, I think that that army realistically, it's one of those funny ones where like, if you have a game where you roll like a one on the warp lightning cannon, it removes something or the rattling gun does go off like and remove something four times worth its points. It's just like a hilarious, great day. But there's so many times you roll the rattling gun and you're like, this overcharges. Oh, double two. That's eight shots. And now it's dead. Great. Mm. Uh, so I think like you're kind of playing. I think every time I play the list, I'm playing two games. So I'm playing like the bells and the clam rats that don't die and stand there and just piss people off and hopefully roll well. And then I'm playing this tiny little scryer force. That's the only real damage output I have. Mm -hmm. So I think like those score one, score two, score three were really interesting for me. Because I've got 40 clam rats and a bell, 40 clam rats and a bell, and a 20 clam rats and a bell. So you're like, well, where do I want these to be to score effectively? Because obviously, once the rats have gone, the bells can't move. So I think those those score one, score two, score three. So hold one, hold two, hold more, which is what they all are. 
um i think there's a really interesting kind of bit of tactical to it where you're like trying to think this turn their turn and the turn ahead and i know we've always done that but the scoring's so minimal now that we're on those ones that it makes the game continually more exciting i think i think for me like those those close scorings where i'm like right well on this turn i definitely have to get a battle tactic because otherwise mm-hmm. i'm falling behind even though i'm scoring more every turn mm-hmm. yeah so, so yeah, yeah you've got really to score a battle tactic every round right like you just have to otherwise the points are going to get away from you way too quickly especially if you're doing something like conquer where you're trying to grab an objective at the same time so that's mm-hmm. also worth another victory point might also be worth another victory point because you hold more so it could be like it, it could take you from one point to five points if you're doing something like that, which is which is really key. You, did you have any monsters in your lists? And did you make nope. advantage? You had no monsters in your list. No monsters. So you didn't so give I up made... any victory points. No, I gave up no victory points for losing any. And a couple... In two games, I managed to get monstrous takeover off and basically just walk a bell onto a point and have a nice day. Um, okay. I think that was my See, only use of monster. I think that was that was the thing I noticed as well. And I, I took a monster in my list, which I usually wouldn't because I was like, I want to see how it goes. Didn't do well. The first game, second game, I, I started using it a lot better. I personally think that having a monster just as a tech piece is going to be useful because there are so many times you score more for your monster. I know that they give up a point, but if like, I, I just, I'm seeing a lot of like kind of use in them, especially in like, monstrous reactions as well in being able to shut down people's abilities um so yeah i i think it's it's interesting but yeah okay i i think i think we're going to see monsters a lot especially when there are so many of those that automatically give an extra point if they're done with monsters yeah okay that's fair nathan uh well so uh, we'll come to you in a second nathan james any other kind of like uh, thoughts from the day one um, so we talked about the battle tactics, we talked about the primaries, uh, the deployment zones, everything being a bit smaller. Were you happy with that? No problems? No dramas? Uh, no, actually, you know, like I think obviously, so you, uh, that army I took day one to like 107 models, I think. Mm. Um, and so three bells, which are pretty big, but then like 40 clam rats, 40 clam rats. Like that's, it's a lot of bodies to fit into a small little deployment. So I think when we first looked at them on the show, part of me was like oh i quite like a big army this is never gonna fit and i know obviously nathan had the same concerns but i did i don't think there was ever a point where setting up i was like oh this is an issue now whereas i feel like sometimes before on the smaller deployment ones what you ended up doing was throwing a model miles away from where you wanted it to be Mm. whereas i think now because the maps is i want to say so much smaller i know it's not a huge amount but i think it's like sizable when you play um that when I was starting my warp lightning cannon at the back to get it in, it was like, well, actually, 24 inches uh, shot, 27 with movement, it it isn't going to struggle to clear like most of the board, most turns. So so no, pretty good. Really like the little deployments. Some of them a bit janky, bit hard to mm. measure. Oh my that, God, good. thank you. That was my key takeaway. They were like, you nine mm. inches from my territory. I was like, oh my God. Why not just make <laughs> maps of the deployment zone? I was like, I was all keen. I thought those yeah. were the deployment zones. When I looked at the GHB, I saw the maps. I was like, oh great. So now I'm going to have to go and bully someone into making me better maps 
which is just the worst, which is a classic Englishman move, isn't it, really? Bully someone to redraw the lines on a map. Um, and it's, uh, I'm sick of this. I'm sick not, of... Go on, Nath. They're not, they're not going to be straight lines. No, they won't be. Do you want to explain to me yeah. why? They're going to be... Because they're from corners. Nine inches from a corner is a curve. Thank you. Some people need to know that. Some people need to know that. And some people didn't do that. All right, Nathan Prescott, what army did you did take you to the tournament? We've all been waiting for uh, this. I t- Why? Uh, I took the Gloom Spike Gets army. Okay, what uh, sub faction? From... I, I didn't bother with one of those, just the regular dudes. Because uh, it's just like uh, the normal Moon Clan stuff. So, okay, yeah, I took. Uh, so, I took. Uh, uh, two fungoids. One of them was the gen. It was a boss shaman, uh, and I took a madcap shaman who had the moonface mommet. Okay. And those were all of my heroes. And then the other heroes I had that aren't called heroes, but they really are heroes. Are called the Gobble Blueser. So, uh, and the, I took all of them. And then, because you have to, and then there's forty stabbers. 20 shooters, 12 squig herds, uh, 5 loon smasher fanatics, 5 spore splatter fanatics, 2 lots of six sneaky snufflers, and a mangler squigs. A pair of mangler squigs on a single base. Because <laughs> that's, that's how they come. One stands on top of the other one. So it's not. So you had two mangler squigs? No, one pair of. They come in twos. That one stands on top of the other one. So it's one mangler squigs. But you can't say one mangler squigs. Because then that's like <laughs> I think a that's single the thing and I a think plural it, thing. I think that's the proper term. That's the proper term. One pair of mangler squigs. So like this. one scrotum full of testicles. <laughs> one. Which so what is a collection a of mangler like squigs? Well. Thanks, Bob the Knight, for subscribing. What is a collection of mangler squigs called? A beautiful thing. Perfect. That's an killer. army. Yeah. A jaws of mock. <laughs> but you can't see fifty women. That's okay. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> uh, right. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you have any particular plan with your um, your gits list? Like, what was it meant to do? Talk to me about that. Oh, oh wait, I took some endless spells as well. I took the um, Umbral Spell Portal, the Scuttle Tide, it's got more words I can't remember, and the Malevolent Moon. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. The Malevolent Moon. Perfect. So uh, talk, to, talk to us about your first game. Who did you play and what happened? Well, yeah. Okay. So the plan was obviously to use the inner spells to threaten the back line and then just to... Uh, use the gobbapalooza and the stabbers and the, all the other little buff pieces so the, the, the fanatics to be a like a big bunker that can move around and and threaten places and then the mangler squigs were just there to if you need something to go and explode or if you wanted a monster so but um, it didn't work at all the whole day long so um yeah i played against uh benjamin Sava, 
who had the the nine Stormfiend guys mm-hmm. and a bridge. And so, uh, yeah, he just um, took turn one and then shot loads of things. Um, what did he do? Yeah. So he shot out, um, shot out like my Manglusquig and everything. Because uh, with the bridge... Wait, he sorry, much... the one Manglusquig or both of them? The pair of Manglusquig. <laughs> the the, the, um, the single pair of Bangladesh Quicks. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Can we just name it? Can we just like name it Jerry or something like that? Like, no, but there's two of them, Tom and Jerry, or just Jerry one and Jerry two. Yeah, but like, the point is, uh, so someone's asking well, in the chat yeah. their, their battle line because they've got the Scryer Allegiance, so they're able to be a nine as opposed to a six. Uh, is how they work. So what did they only killed one Mangler Squeak? That's not a lot of damage. No, they killed loads of other things too. Uh, they killed the Mangler. They killed all of the Squeak herd, and they killed Bogolai. What? Not Bogolai? What? Oh, yeah. yeah, fucking Dunham, like that. <laughs> 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 Dunham, full of full of bullets. Uh, so that was that, and then. So obviously he scored all of his battle tactics, all of that stuff that you spend like 20 minutes or an hour deciding what you're going to do every turn. And then I did my stuff and I did, I managed to do whatever it was that I had to do, score some points. But then he had a turn again and then he just like fucking shot a load of other stuff. Then I charged him and then he shot me when I charged him. (laughs) And then I st- stabbed him a bit, and some few things died. So, like some of the little rats with hand grenades, some of them died. One of the big rats died. Nice, good. And then he had an- then he had another turn, and everything like they just shot and stabbed me with his turn. So that was that. That was all over. That was all over. Yeah, it was all all over. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so question: uh, First time playing Benjamin Sava, is that correct? Yes, it is. Let's give us yeah. give us a review. What did he look like? Because I feel like he looks like a, like an artistic Robinson Crusoe. <laughs> that, that's a you're eloquent, eloquent, eloquent fellow. <laughs> I would agree with your thing. He looks like yeah, like the guy from Castaway, building <laughs> effigies. Nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. Or Robin Williams in Jumanji is also another good one. Uh, <laughs> I think I watched that one. You've not watched Jumanji? No. Oh, you will love Jumanji. Cool. I feel like we should end the show so Nathan can watch it. Yeah, just go and have a little quick watch. Hey, James, cool, Dan, cool. if you want to tap out, I'm in for the next <laughs> five <laughs> Come let's back get out of here and games. Watch. <laughs> uh, so did you win that game? No, 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 no. So that was uh, 20-0 because you had a, um, a thingy-midgigy scoring system. We did. So, yeah, basically it was 20-0 to um, Benjamin. Okay, good. And good, it was, good. And it was Skavens. Oh. Do, you uh, do, one, got... do you want to do one and one? Do you want me to t- do you want me to tell one and you tell one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me what all about your stuff, man. Uh, so my first yeah. game was against Ollie, the terror of northern Canada. Uh, Ollie's 12 and he's probably more off book than any other player I've ever played against if I'm honest he knew all of his rules and he smashed it he was playing Skaven 
we were playing First mm. Blood. Uh, he had a bunch of plague monks. Um, I ran into some objectives, um, but I did. Uh, I, I hadn't quite got my combo yet, so I was running three lots of Tempe Horrors, mm. six Flamers, Host Duplicitous, Kairos, the big bin chicken himself, uh, who I'm in love with now, by the way. So much fun. Um, uh, a change caster, as I like to call him, the spell caster. That guy, the wombo mm. combo of the change caster is the best. And then uh, I'm also running a, um, uh, a Zangor Shaman, and I had the Wildfire Taurus. Had Geminids. No, I didn't have Geminids. I had um, uh, Cogs, and I had Portal. The important point was I cast Cogs, and then all my Wizards within six cast an extra spell. And the enhancement in my army was that I knew an extra spell law for each one of my army. So each one of my three Wizards knew an extra spell from the spell law. So they knew two each, plus their War Scroll spell. Yeah? I was loving it i summoned i got like 20 fate points in a turn two turns basically he was casting spells i was casting spells it was great um uh and uh yeah it was really fun he threw loads of plague monks forward i threw loads of pink horrors at him his plague monks killed my guys better than i killed his guys we've had a fight on the objective um uh he uh i didn't bolt of change off his um uh his screaming bell no the plague furnace at one point which i was livid about i cast a spell on 11 and the double box card unbind my gift of change the git yeah i was livid absolutely livid i've never punched a kid but i was this close i was this damn close <laughs> this damn close um but uh what a wonderful lad 12 imagine being 12 and being able to play like adult warhammer i know loads of adults who can't mm-hmm. play adult warhammer right incredible mm-hmm yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, so loved it. Had a great time. Really enjoyed it. Uh, learnt loads. Um, it, like, uh, I hadn't really even got into the fact you could redeploy yet or stand and shoot or any of that jazz. I was just there like, mm. oh. This, like, I was just more concentrating on the scoring. And, of course, you've got to be like, what's the battle tactic? Yeah? Every turn. Yeah. You're like, James, come that, on. Yeah. You must have been like that. Like, Dan, you must have been like, what battle mm. tactic am I doing? And then you've got to be like, well, what even are they? Let's start reading. Well, but but yeah. you know what I got excited for? I got excited for trying to work out what my opponent was going to take. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was like being like, okay, cool. Like this is this is probably the ones that you're going to go for. How can I not necessarily stop you? There's so many battle tactics. I'm like, I can't stop you. But when you're getting towards the end of the game, you'd be like, sweet, you've only got these to choose from and you can probably only achieve these. But there was, uh, and there was a, a moment where my Warden King went up against Bellacor, who had put the flaming sword on himself and managed to roll like five out of six saves and so survived. And because Bellacor was going into the Warden King uns- like by himself, he was like, oh, well, I'm going to take Slay the Warlord. And then my Warlord survived. And like that little moment totally botched that plan because obviously he was going for the kill with a monster. Um, so in, in hindsight, though, I was like, sweet, like if you've got a really durable warlord, like a, a two up save or something like a, a five up ward, you could put them out of position slightly to try and draw that battle tactic and then drop all out defense and keep them alive. Like, I, I think that for me, that's where it's going to get really techy and really fun in high level competitive stuff, because you're not only thinking about yours, you're trying to snooker your opponent. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The battle tactic uh, choice thing is great. I had a similar thing uh, the following day where um, I had done, it was like come turn five, I'd done four, 
And then the other options were Slay the Warlord, but he was dead already mm. or something. Or I couldn't get to him. And then the other one was bring a monster down or something. And that they just didn't have any monsters left. So I wasn't able to do any battle tactics in the last the last turn, that sort mm. of thing. Is it right because you killed mm. all your fellas? No, it's because I'd already killed his monster. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, hey, big shout out. Um, uh, can't take the universal spells, right? No, they can't. You, like, okay, you guys can do that. Big shout out to Age of Something in the chat. If no one has gone on to YouTube and checked out Age of Something's YouTube uh, channel, you should check him out. Great content. Mm. Love it. Um, uh, so someone is asking in the chat, how do you get extra spells on the spell law? So if you take the core battalion, which allows you to take extra enhancements, when you buy an extra enhancement, you can buy one artifact or you can buy a, a spell law for each one of the your casters uh, from the spell law. So I did that, which was um, uh, super fun and I enjoyed that. That was yeah. uh, just spell a, enhancement. Spell. That's what I had as well. So uh, my fungoids knew two spells. Uh, and also the Madcap, and actually the Wizards in the fucking Goblet Palooza knew two spells too. And because of the FAQ, the Wizards can actually access spells from the Moon Clan uh, spell law, which is great. Uh, so they learned spells from there, and they actually took spells from the core spell law as well. So, um, so yeah, it's a great combination. That's that uh, if you got Wizards, like a load of Wizards. That's a very valuable enhancement. Or if you've got a, a wizard like Kairos who knows the spells of all the other, or the war scroll spells of all the other spells. Mm. Also oh, yeah, yeah. So you can, yeah, he can yeah. cast theirs while they're casting the enhancement spells, which is nice. Um, wait, how does the spell enhancement work across the army? Okay, let's help everyone out here. It's really key. So basically, everything's got a category. Yeah, command traits, category. Artifacts, category. Spell law, category. Uh, prayers category, war beats category, etc., etc. Those ones fall under unique enhancements, right? So you get one free of each. Or if you look at your book, like for instance, spell law, you're able to take a spell for each one of your wizards um, uh, in your army. Same way with your drummers, yeah, with the beats. Each one of them, that's unique enhancement, can take an extra beat. When you buy an enhancement. You can buy one extra in a category. So, for instance, with an artifact, you you get one artifact free, so you get one extra artifact. However, with the beat, the drummer beats, for instance, if I pick that as an enhancement, each one of my drummers would get an extra drummer beat. Well, it depends on what, because those, so the drummer beats are much like the mount traits and things like that. So they're unique enhancements. Mm. Yes. So then, then it falls to the constrictions that are in your battle mm. time. So if your battle tome says you get one per dude, then yeah, you can then cycle through and get an extra one per dude. But yeah. if your battle tome says you only get one, then that's all you get. And then if you buy that enhancement again, then you can pick another one. The, so the like specific, so. I was just going to say, the specific wording says each time you take a spell lore enhancement, you can pick one spell for each wizard in your army from any of the spell laws available to that wizard. 
There you go. You can pick different spells from different spell laws for different wizards. So that's how it works for everyone at home, just to kind of like, listen, we're all still going to be learning a lot. It's going to be a lot to take in. So um, that's just going to be uh, one of those ones. Anyway, I had a great time. I generate loads of summoning points because Cogs gives you plus one cast on all your wizards. So I was having a lush time just summoning loads of dudes, uh, finding out what I could do with my summoning points. Um, uh, which is just so you can double in the battle terminal. Yeah, thanks. I saw myself short there, says Diadrine. That's okay. I think that's one of the... It took me a while. Look, Nathan had to explain it to me, I think, on the Friday, uh, which is the one. So uh, that caught loads of... Yeah, you don't... You, you can't cast extra spells, but you know the extra spells. Yeah, you can so you if don't you take get... cogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what cogs is for. That's yeah. why, yeah. Right. Great combo. So, Nathan, who was your second game against? I pol- uh, played against Ollie's dad, Francois. Francois. And uh, and he had a Stormcast army. So I was like, that's cool. Get normally stab the hell out of Stormcasts. We'll have a great time. I'll just shank him and then go and drink Throw nets beer. on everyone. Yeah. But it turns out that that doesn't happen if you play it wrong. And so I played it wrong just to make sure that I didn't, that didn't happen. <laughs> uh, basically... Uh, yeah, because I've got all of my stuff is built about these little chain, these little buff chains with uh, the Gobba Palooza only having three or four wounds each, and the Fungoids and uh, the Mangler, the Madcap, I mean, only having four wounds each. Uh, and then you've got your other buff pieces like the Spore Splutters and the, the Snufflers. Uh, and yeah, he's got this rain of stars thing and that just like chipped away. And then I totally forgot about the prime having his, um, his bomb thing. And it being, we were playing the mission where you have to all be on the board at the same time. So at the beginning he was like, oh, that's really rubbish for a Stormcast," But then, um, that forced him to put the prime down and then the prime just flew over and just killed loads of my little dudes so like by the end of turn one most of the gobba was dead and most of the most of my wizards i think i had one wizard left uh and then so without any of those buffs or without the mortal wound output uh i just couldn't get through the stormcast army and so i was just uh pinned back by just a few stormcast dudes and so i lost that one 20 nil Oh no! Ooh. Sad face. Sad face. <laughs> yeah, uh, so it turns out I was really rubbish. Uh, it's called tooth and nail. Mm-hmm. Tooth and nail. Tooth and nail. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's so it. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was impressed by the stormcast. Actually, I think the obviously armor is quite a thing these days. And if you don't have uh, mortal wounds or high rend, uh, so even the uh, the mangler squig with rend two and rend one and i uh the one wizard that had survived was the dude with the momet so he reduced the star drake by minus one and the mangler ran in so i thought well at least he's going to be rend two and three pretty good yep no wasn't any good just bounced off (laughs) and the star drake turned around a couple of turns later the mangler was dead yeah oh that's sad he had hardly done any damage does he normally do lots of damage? Yeah. Yeah. Ask that God of Death guy. Yeah, that's loads. 
Okay, well that's that's super sad. Were there any lessons learned? Like, did you were you just struggling? Were you just playing the game as was, or like were you trying to do any cheeky redeploys, or were you just like, oh no, he's killed my wizards with a bomb? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah, I tried to do a few bits and bobs, but uh, still basically learning all of those. Like in game one, first turn, I'd totally forgotten about the the unleash hell ability <laughs> so when i charge the storm fiends they they unleashed hell all right <laughs> not a good one to forget yeah not yeah. not a good one to forget there so that that point was driven home like emphatically uh so yeah still just learning all those little subtle things and uh yeah but i was i was proper pinned back and uh yeah um the poor old gobbapalooza they just got uh they had stars and comets dropping on their heads, so they didn't they didn't like it at all. They Bless went them. home. Bless yeah, them. poor lads. Poor lads. My poor second lads. game was against Great game. Yeah, he's a good good player though, so I enjoyed that. that hey Francois. Francois, yeah. Yeah. Uh, knowledgeable. Yeah, he's a good guy. Uh the so. uh the uh this my second game was against a what can only be described as an abominable uh man. James Powell himself. Me and James faced off on tooth and nail. Uh, he had a immobile set of towers, uh, the 120 clan rats <laughs> and some dudes and three bells. Uh, and then I had 30 pink horrors in a castle and we just stared at each other. The four objectives in this one are placed kind of like, uh, not in the corners, but like equal and opposite each other. So you hold two, they hold two. Um, and effectively... Mm-hmm. Um, you just wait until turn three to see who rolls Savage Dominion and then just takes the other person's objective off them, uh, which was the kind of uh, what happened. Uh, thanks, uh, Dajin, for gifting a gift subscription. Um, although James made some big plays, and by big plays, he just rolled loads of sixes. Uh, he, uh, he he got... <laughs> first thing he did is he rolled a double six and he got himself a Vermin Lord, which he put on the board, yep. uh, which is uh, oh. super annoying, right? Uh, well, not for me. It was really nice. It was really nice. But how was it me redeploying so you couldn't get anywhere? That was really nice. Well, it, yeah, it was really interesting, I think, because he just kind of danced around you for three turns, um, tanking kind of everything and let me move the rest of my army kind of where, I, well, one part of my army where Away. I wanted it to be. <laughs> Way. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from one, I moved one thing closer towards you. Yeah, the Warp Lightning Cannon, which went mental. Yeah. It did like 20 mortal wounds in two turns, right? Yeah, it yeah. was great. Yeah, to yeah. an entire squad of flamers, par one, uh, and then just unleash some more hell. Yeah, got the priority. Unleash some more. Next priority is like, oh, I win it. And then I loved that moment when I was like, you win. And then you looked at the board. You were like, do I? And then I was like, you get to delete an objective. He's like, oh, I win. Yes. <laughs> 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 He's like, you have the turn. Have, um... I'll delete your objective. I was like, oh, sad face. And we shook hands at that point. Um, which is pretty key, right? Because it means he's holding two all the time, which means he's holding two and more. So I, I think that one might be a little bit strong, actually. Nate, I don't know if it was ever in contestation between you guys for removing the objective, but on that particular mission, it felt like being able to remove an objective was way strong, or too not arguably too strong. But then that's also my fault. Me and James talked about this. We both had very similar lists, uh, a bit mm. like Old Knife to the Heart, where one army's like, I'm just going to sit here and lose like whatever like and then like there's one army that will try and attack and normally will lose knife to the heart because they're doing the attacking 
So it's the counterpunch yeah. that does does the work. So me and James really didn't engage. If you hadn't, to be honest, if you, James, if you hadn't summoned that vermin lord, God knows what we'd have if we'd have ever even like touched each other's army, basically. Probably not. He made he made the game a little bit more interesting and could have scored you three points, but. Oh yeah, I tried to burn him to death, but in an entire magic and shooting and hero phase, I was unable to murder him, which was very sad. Um, but but yeah. it also, like for that battle plan, I know that it, like like knife to the heart, and like you just said, that it means uh, sometimes you end up not not able to get it the win if you go for the play aggressively. But I feel like knowing that one's going to go away, it does force you to at least put pressure on their line in case you lose yours. So that, like, if it goes away, you have that option there to try and take theirs and force their hand. Uh, I I think it's interesting, but yeah, the the losing objective is going to be a big one for to get your head around. I think going forward. Okay, yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think that's actually going to be really key because in some particular games, like if someone like in that particular one, there are four objectives, so you can really aggressively attack one objective and then lift. Like, and then if you're yeah. kind of controlling three then you're in a better place. So you don't, you aren't re- there's no real benefit for sitting off and trading. Um, yeah. So like that's going to be really telling in future games, I think really telling. And we might, might hear of games where it's just like, only one turn three and you gave me the turn and deleted my objective. And it was the end of the game. Like, you know, like we might hear that mm. uh, truthfully. We will, but, I think the, that, for for instance, that battle plan, you need to play knowing one of the objectives is getting lifted by turn three. So you need to be ready to ask the question, if I lose mine, how do I still win the game? Yeah, but like... I yeah. think without, without the lifting mechanic, it becomes exactly knife to the heart in just two armies staring across the board, having no reason to maybe like poke at it. But if one of them has more range threat... They'll just shoot you off the board and get some battle tactics by shooting off like a monster or something like that, and that's how they'll get the win. It's Whereas true. This it's yeah, but it, I think it does throw the balance towards whoever defeats the objective because it's hugely it's ob- obviously easier to defend a point than it is to try and mm. take it. Yeah. So the uh, one of the although yeah because mm. me and James both had similar armies, right? Like Jane, I was mm. never I didn't have the output to ever kill his army. I don't think maybe maybe. Uh, and James similarly no. didn't have the output to kill my army either. You, you had no output to kill mine, and I had no output to kill yours, and neither of us were going to get on each other's objectives because there was <laughs> 40 models on mine and, like, 10 on yours that would have become 100 million. Yeah. Mm. So, like, it was it was a, it's an interesting game. Actually, I really enjoyed that game, James, just because it gave, like, we didn't really do much, and like you said, summoning the Vermin Lord was good, but actually probably like it really made me like go back to that list writing thing in my head and say to myself right probably you can't play that style of army if that mission is going to be in the pack yeah otherwise you just lose really i think i'd also like to just say to everyone listening the best thing about some in the vermin law was it gave me something to do every turn other than pushing a warp lightning cannon three inches and shooting (laughs) (laughs) because those are the only two things i moved each turn oh no that one turn i was like three people run that did that one turn and then mm-hmm. the next turn i was like this bell's a monster cool <laughs> yeah yeah i'll try and conquer it the- and then it was over there was turn there was turn yeah. three it was like cool mm-hmm. this is this is all done uh thanks helgamar for resubscribing i hope you're super well over in iceland big love to you uh all right nathan game three who are you up against mm-hmm. who are you eyeballing this mission was called the survival of the fittest three objectives 
uh, on this one. Tooth and Nail as well uh, was an interesting battle plan because you weren't able to summon anything and shoot. Was that was that one? You had to deploy. You couldn't. Well, the, yeah, the summon stuff was weak yeah. and poorly. Yeah. Yeah, but and everything was deployed on the board, which I thought was going to give me a huge advantage against the Stormcast, but no, they um, they just pushed my poo in. So it was, that was that. <laughs> So what happened? What happened uh, in your third game? Who are you playing? Oh, I played this weird voodoo guy that had this uh, beast claw raiders army with Kragnos. He he's like some sort of crazy shaman guy. Uh, <laughs> this is my favorite know. story for the like, weekend. It was like being run over by. Um, by a witch doctor, by Nyonga, because <laughs> just... So you were playing Tom Layton from the 40K show, his first Age yeah. of Sigma event ever. James, you also played him, so if you could, you could, if you shout out, if you need to back <laughs> Nathan up on this story, you played him later. What happened, yeah. Nath? Dan, you're going to like this. What was he doing? Talk Throw to me. So, well, so his army was Kragnos, and then a, a Frost Lord on Stonehorn, and then some Mornfang. Uh, and um, basically, it's the one where um, there's some predators or something like that that go around and do stuff. Basically, you've got to pick three of your dudes to go and kill three of their dudes. Um, so obviously, it was Kragnos and this Frostlord dude, and I had I had some goblins that were mine and uh, a pair of Mangler Squigs, and um, yeah, so uh, he just like charged into me pinned me back so i was struggling to get anywhere and score points and uh yeah again i just couldn't cope with the these extremely tough dudes like kragnos and uh, the frost lord eventually killed the frost lord and quite a few of the mornfang but by then kragnos had just worked his way through the rest of my army so yeah uh but the crazy thing was he was just so fast it he was just like down my throat but not only the speed of the models, but the speed at which he moved the models, okay. threw the dice, spoke the words, looked in my eyes, made me tremble, counted <laughs> my dice before yeah. they had even landed. They were flying through the air, and he told me how many he had hit. And by the time I like counted them out, he was 100% right. I took to rolling my dice to ride behind terrain to stop him trying to do that thing to me, but he was right all the time then, then. Even I think if I'd rolled them on the floor under the table before they hit the floor, he would have told me how many dice I'd rolled and what numbers they were and which <laughs> order and where they were. He's like a magician. So, Nate, did, were you dealing, like, did he have two, like, Siberian white tigers? Like, is this possibly some kind of Vegas Probably. magician? Like, yeah. The, uh, no, uh, seriously, I'd roll 30 dice for my grots. And they would just land in a big pile in front of me. And I I normally have to pick out the hits. I don't bother counting mm. how many have hit or anything like that. Yeah. I just pick out the misses and then mm. pick up the dice. But he would just look at the pile of dice, like instantaneously say, 22 hits. And then look at me in the eyes. And I'd just <laughs> look down and say, okay, yeah, okay. Sure. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Take, I've still got to take out the misses. I'm not just going to pick up 22 dice. So I take out the misses, pick them up. Yeah, okay, there's 22. Throw those 22 dice. Literally, before the last dice has finished spinning, 
That's uh, 13 hits. Oh. <laughs> and and he's picked up the 13 dice and rolled them. And I was like, wow, this guy's got special eyes or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's got gravitational powers. Like he can feel what's going to land on the table yeah. and just knows what the opposite side on the D6 is. James, not to, not has, to, yeah. not to ruin the story, James. But he... for cubes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he loves, James, not to ruin the story, but you played Tom with the same list on the Sunday. Uh, can you back I up did. Nathan's claims of superpowers? Yeah, it, I, like, it's funny, isn't it? Because I'm listening to Nathan and I'm saying, and I'm thinking, if I was anyone else, I'd think he was insane. Uh, <laughs> but now I've also played Tom and it was the fastest game. So it was his sixth of the game. I played him on the last game on the Sunday. It's the and... fastest game of Warhammer I've ever played in my life. Yeah, he, yeah. He, it was his sixth game. And we played five turns all the way through in just under an hour. <laughs> of a brand new I mean, game. I, helped by it. the fact that he was playing Kragnos and a Frost Lord, right? Like that that's that's the majority of the army in two models. I, I yeah, but I honestly don't think it even matters. Because yeah. I I wasn't. And at like at points I was like, Oh, these guys charge, they do this, and he's like, Cool, that, yep, this, that, done, blah blah blah. And and so in the end I was like this is the easiest game I've ever played. I don't even have to know. He's just telling me. Like, <laughs> so I'd be like, he'd be like, oh, they're nine, 11 attacks. I'd be like, cool, roll 11. He'd be like, uh, you hit on threes now? Wound on fours now? Uh, I have to save now? And I'm like, this I, this is great. But like, I did, there was one point where I got like, he, he, he's super new. So I'm going to talk about this because it threw me. So I like to think that if anyone's ever played me on stream, like I'm normally like, quite chatty anyway as a person and i'll chat through my game and i talk through what's going on so at the beginning i was like do you want me to go through my whole list he was like no 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 i'll get it as it comes so like we're going and i got a go trick on day two and like i charged go trick and i'm like and by this point like we're only two turns in and we're like maybe maybe eight minutes but like i'm rolling go tricks first i'm like call the sixes the six and more the more the six and more and he was like whoa mate slow down i don't know what's happening and there's just there was just this moment where i think i like you know like not that i ever have but if i was in the car and i hit a brick wall i think that's how i'd feel because i was going like a thousand miles an hour because i felt like i was just keeping up and then he was like slow down tell me what's happening and i was like but you seem to know everything you know what happened to you james you know those videos where you see someone on a skateboard going down a really steep hill yeah and they're just getting faster and faster. And you see that moment when they realize, oh, shit, I've hit terminal velocity and can't stop. And then the board starts to wiggle and they're like keeping it together for a moment. And then they just fucking slap down onto the concrete. That was you. You got to that point. You're like, ah, 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 oh, God, I can't stop. Oh, God, I can't stop. You actually you needed someone to just come and grab you and hold you and be like, hey, hey, calm blue oceans. Just just breathe and find your peace. Gotrek can murder anything in his own time. Like, you were just zooming down and yeah. couldn't sleep. I, I, and I have to say, like, big props to him because yeah. I, I don't play enough 40k to probably ever play him. And if I did, I think I'd be tabled turn one. But <laughs> um, it literally probably... Like, as far as games of Warhammer go, it was one of the most memorable games I've ever mm. played. And I yeah. think if he actually put his brain to it, because we had a big chat after and he was like, oh, no, I play too much competitive 40K. Like, I wanted a nice, easy army for this and I'm never going to take it hyper competitive. And, like, a bit later on, like, probably when I was driving home, I was like, 
oh my god, if he ever went competitive, we'd all be doomed. <laughs> 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 That's crazy, absolutely crazy. Oh, yeah. I loved, I loved, so, uh, I loved so Nathan's good. reaction. He was like, "Is this man a warlock?" Like he was like asking me <laughs> genuinely. He was like, "A warlock's real, and is this man a warlock?" <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm on board. I think he is a warlock too. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, did you win the game against the warlock, Nathan, or what? Oh no, 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 twenty nil all the way. Like I said, he just pinned me back, and then. Smash me up with uh, Kragnos and the uh, Frost Lord. I managed to kill some stuff, but he just killed all of my stuff first. <laughs> I love that he doesn't fun. even ask what your opponent's army does. They're like, no, he like yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't give I've a got shit. This. Can I tell you what any of my stuff is? No, it's fine. We'll find out. <laughs> what a baller move. I'll find out when I get there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guarantee it's just that thing where it's like I guarantee you I know what you're gonna do before you do it. So let's just roll some dice and I'll tell you how it happens. <laughs> I really like that what uh, Grinaldi pointed out in the chat that like if you came back in 15 minutes after he'd be like, all right, mate, you won 16-4, good game. Like he's just already played out the entire uh, two hours in his head. Unbelievable! It was good. Uh, Skink's in the chat. Who's James Hobb? Big love to him. I was rolling Skink volume dice, and I can't think, let alone see as fast as him. So uh, a legend was born this weekend, which was fun. Uh, because when Nathan finally told me that story, I told James, and James's eyes lit up. He was like, "Yes, this is insane." Uh, <laughs> apparently, Owen played him. He said he helped me beat him. He talked out turn five. <laughs> I, like, honestly, is- like. I want everyone to play him. I want it like yeah. almost like I want him at a venue every week, and I want it to be like, oh, you're you've never played Tom, you have to play Tom. And I want someone to turn up with like some army where they have to roll like forty dice, and they're like, oh, it's so many dice because you before you'll roll them, and he'll be like, cool, I've twelve saves, and you'll be like, I have yeah. roll wounds, and he'll be like, hang on, go on then, it's twelve saves, <laughs> and everyone's minds are just blown. Yeah. Thing is, he could turn up to a sixty-player event and play all sixty players on the Saturday, <laughs> and would all be done by lunchtime. <laughs> and, and Nathan would be in the corner still playing his one game. <laughs> and then and he, he turns around after that and he says, "Okay, sweet, yep, good game, everyone. Uh, blah blah, won the tournament. I've played you all. Blah blah, you won." <laughs> Uh, and yeah, I t- believe that man as well. Like I trust that assessment. Oh, yeah, Dan, I, I, Dan, yeah, I want yeah, you to. It, 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 oh. Yeah, Check I want you out. to experience it, Dan. It's uh, unbelievable. Oh, yeah. I'd be so keen. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Nathan, so that was your final game. My final game yeah. uh, was against Meg Facey. That's right, Meg. What up, Meg? With her two Bastilodons, Basil and Donald, and the Stegodon. Me and Meg had a bet at the start of the game. She was playing Seraphon. I was like, if I beat you, then I get to name your Stegodon. That was the bet. And she was like, if I beat you, Rob, I get to tattoo your forehead. And I was like, it's on. Yeah, so there's some big stakes. There were some big stakes <laughs> on play. Uh, not really fair stakes, if we're being completely honest. Mm-hmm. Like a tattooed forehead versus naming a person's model. But I don't honestly yeah, I think like... you could meet a sweeter person. She would probably tattoo like, hey, I'm a nice guy. Like something really kind because she's just really what lovely. I'm saying it's unfair on her. Naming yeah. someone's model is like a really big <laughs> step. You're just getting oh, a yeah. forehead tattoo. I assume yeah. that you had lots of those. So yeah. <laughs> My hairline just wears loads real. of cover-up makeup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's correct. Also, it's Meg's boyfriend's girlfriend, Meg. 
if that makes sense to anyone in the chat. Um, so we played. She had she had a uh, Thunderquake, uh, Seraphon. She had double shooting Basties. Um, she had uh, an Engine of the Gods, um, and uh, she had a, a Razor Don, but it didn't live for long. Uh, I thought it was a Salamander. It was red. You've never seen anything be murdered so quick in your whole damn life. <laughs> Salamander! Salamander! You're a spawn. You're a fucking spawn now is what you are, Salamander. Like, straight away. Straight through the spell portals. First thing I did, I was like, spell portal? Fuck that, Salamander. Um, uh... <laughs> and then you were like, it was a razor on. Uh, she was like, oh, my razor on. And I was like, fuck! <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so we had uh, loads of fun. Uh, I just kept, obviously, I kept the bin chicken away from the Bastillodons. Um, uh, and then I killed one. I think I killed Basil first, which was nice. Um, and then she r- ran in the, uh, the corner. We had a bit of a fight. My flamers uh, were shooting at some of her Stegodons and Skinks. Uh, we had a good old time. She completely forgot to bring in a Chameleon Skinks on turn four, which she thought was hilarious. Her bases are made of <laughs> glitter. It was the, one of the best games yeah. of Warhammer okay. I've ever had. Yeah, she was a delight to play Warhammer with. Really fun. Um, I couldn't ask for a better opponent. A lovely treasure. So we had a really great time. Uh, and then it was a draw. Yeah? A draw. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Which puts me in a so, bit of a good position also on the kind of like, you know, um, a bloke in Warhammer front, right? Like, because I'm no better than women and no worse than women. So, like, you know, I don't get be- I don't get called a cuck or whatever by the by the angry <laughs> right guys, but at the same time, I'm not a misogynist or whatever from the, the other. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm perfect. I'm level pegging. Equality is what we're looking for. Uh, so we got a draw. So I'm really, James, don't you laugh at that. That makes so did, He was did laughing, say he laughing was... at the pegging. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say, did, did Meg's <clears throat> boyfriend's girlfriend peg you, Rob? Yeah, with the level dog? pegging. Level pegging is what we are. Perfect level pegging. pegging. It's where yeah, we're at. because you're both on the same level, so that's why you can do it. It'd be really hard to do if she was like on the top floor and you were on like the ground floor or something mm-hmm. of a building. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was. I had a lovely time. I had a lovely time. I kept shot with Basilodons. She kept rolling into the gods. I had no idea what the fuck they were doing. She was like, "Into the gods!" Really excited, and then she was like, <sighs> "She would just sigh heavily after every time," and I had no idea what, like what was ever going to happen at any point. Like it was, it was a mystery to me because I don't even know what the new engine go- does. So she would just be like, "Roll some dice." She'd be like, oh. and by like turn four, she was like, "I just want to summon some bloody Saurus." And I was like looking at the board, and I was like, "Why? What's that going to get you?" <laughs> like in my head, and she's like, "I just want to." Because they're fun, and I've painted them. And I was like, fucking, let's go. And then the engine did it. Uh, if I could have, I would have Kairos dice rolled one of them. Like, because me and Owen, me and Owen, <laughs> I, I, enjoy, I won't ruin the story. I won't ruin the story. I'll tell you about that later. So anyway, that was my day. I didn't win the event, sadly. I lost two, and I drew one. I lost to Ollie and James, and I drew against Meg Facey. Uh, that was my day. James, how did your day end up? uh day one i what did i do i lost game one to uh mark wildman oh, um, cheater doesn't which, count though because uh, he cheats yeah it doesn't count he's like so he kept going on about some etc thing so cheater. who knows i was so bored i was half asleep uh but also <laughs> lovely guy uh so yeah play mark lost to him um played you uh when you one on turn three 
<laughs> with okay. with zero things basically being dead. Yeah, with nothing happening. <laughs> uh, and then on my last game of the day, uh, I played Nick Thompson. Uh, and we play quite regularly. Oh, so sorry, I didn't ask. Cause... Carry on. Please, t- please tell us. Oh, uh, and then, yeah, played Nick Thompson uh, last. And uh, we play quite regularly. And he, we played the other week. Uh, and his dice were appalling. And so he had a little paddy and cried. And then got mad at his dice. So we drew that last game. And I was like, cool, let's go. Your dice are going to be awful again. And, and just got in his head. And his dice weren't awful. But then mine were disgusting. Like every dice I rolled was exactly what I wanted. No vermin lord came, but every time I rolled, I was like warp lightning cannon. Oh, it's a three. And then I rolled them. I was like, oh, missed one. No ones. Take twelve more, like eleven more wounds. And then I did it again. And I was like, oh, it's a, oh, it's a three. I won't be as lucky again. I was like, oh, one one. Oh, one more wound for ten. So yeah, I think in three turns that went ham, and that was also the game where my rattling gun went through a hole with more more warp power, overcharged, got an eleven, didn't blow himself up, shot off a griffin, and then took one more win for more more warp power. So you just had a great time with the Skaven. Yeah, yeah. they just that day they were like, "Oh, Nick's not playing Skaven, kill him." I think I think I'm very likely to play Skaven at some point this year, like an all scryer list. There's just like no way I'm not doing it. It just looks like it's so much fun. I just I just think like I think it's one of those like I know I always talk about like not ever really caring about being that competitive, and I think Skaven's more fun because well, especially that list. Like there's so many dice you roll each turn. It's like the bells like can be so powerful, and then you roll a, a one or a two, and you're like, oh killing myself killing my mates killing my mates <laughs> all <laughs> my mates <laughs> uh, and the rattling guns it's like oh blew himself up shot two shots great and then you have the next turn where you're like oh that guy shot 11 things off the board did nothing to himself even better yeah yeah they look just they look like they looks like so much fun so that was the end of the day mr benjamin savile won darren watson in second ollie 12 years old beat me path to victory so don't laugh because he beat two other people uh in third place oh no he beat one other person in third place so big shout out to ollie there with some big points uh, so that was the end of day one uh, going into day two, we also had some lovely food, by the way, provided by Mr. Mark Wildman. Uh, even though he is a cheater, he does provide great food. And, and, and that's the same food they're going to be doing at War in the Heartlands. And if you haven't got a ticket, or if there is, I don't think there's a ticket going spare anyway. I wouldn't go anyway because Mark Wildman's there and he's a cheat. But the food is glorious. So I probably would go for the food. So it kind of balanced. Dan, question. Mm. Run by a known cheater, Mark Wildman, or... Great food, and as in you mean the 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 scourge of Australia? Yeah, the scourge of Australia. Enemy, uh, uh, Australia's number one uh, enemy. He's actually like a lot of our special forces have been deployed to hunt him down. You know those packs of cards with like the most wanted people's faces on it. He's he's just on the front of the pack. You're too busy arresting YouTubers, Dan. You're too busy arresting YouTubers. Big shout out to friendly Jordies. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Shocking that. Anyway, uh, for those who haven't seen it, go and watch his channel because the things he posts are hilarious, but also like really, really intense. And also regionally specific. I had no idea what's happening. Nathan. Yeah. uh, Food. How was the food? Did you enjoy it? Uh, Yeah. I 
uh, I wasn't. I didn't stay there the Saturday evening to have some of the food, but I did oh. get to try some of it the next day, and it was, uh, yeah, fantastic. I'm uh, kind of glad to hear that we're that it's happening at Warren Heartlands. So yeah, I'll I'll go and get that. Sounds like a good meal. I'll go and get some there. Agreed. Now okay. the weirdest bit, Dan. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna let you know uh, this now um, uh, because it was a private event um, uh, run by Francois. Uh, it was get ready for this, Dan. It was a Warhammer event with a free bar. Free, free bar, free bar. <laughs> yeah, it's a free, Warhammer yeah. event with a free bar. James, how was that for you? Yeah, really good. Um, how how did any games get played? Uh, well, I mean, Nathan <laughs> finished like three turns in three games. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then seventy turns when I played Tom. <laughs> uh, so can I? Can I? Uh, so at my event uh, on the weekend, the the thing that my contribution to it was, I came up with six different shots. So one for every face on a D six uh, for for us to roll during the event to make people do all of these random different shots. And, and that was hilarious. I took photos. I'll post them on something later on. But uh, that pales in comparison to a, a free bar. That's, that's just spectacular. It was, a, it was a fascinating time. It was a fascinating time. I was, uh, I was very concerned. Um, uh, I was very concerned for everyone's livers. But they lived, which was uh, pretty important. Um, uh, so, yes. Uh, then we played the team event on the next day. We did teams pairings, uh, which was super fun. James, you were in green team. Am I correct in saying you were greens? That I was. You agree, Nathan? You were in purple. Chains. We were in the chains team. Chains team. Uh, I was Culture in culture chains or something. I yeah, I was in orange. Uh, team orange, which is super fun. And we did teams pairings. Uh, we won't go through all of it, uh, but some games. Uh, my first. Uh, or oh, no, Nathan, what was your first game? Who's your first game against? Uh, yeah, so I changed my list for the teams. Um, I just tried different things. So I had a web spinner, a, um, shaman on an Arachnorok, who was my general this time. Who was, uh, he took the Master of Magic command trait from the core rules. Uh, and then his, again, I had a Warlord Battalion, so two spells for everybody. He had the Gift of the Spider God, so he could cure himself and flaming, we- flaming weapons, whatever it's called. Mm. Which is probably not that good on them, actually. And then uh, two units of spider riders, um, a loon boss, and some. But up, but up, bum, bum. Oh. Oh. He did a song. We lost you. What did you say? So he. You, you got you got copyright struck for being it was too similar to a, a pop song so they probably thought that you were like Nicki Minaj or something and just cut off your voice <laughs> fair enough uh, yeah so uh, I had the block of 40 stabbers again with the buffs and uh, with a loon smart, uh, loon boss there and then a fungoid um, and six rocket trogoths who were pretty good actually I quite rate them um the pair of mangler squigs again and uh just two ender spells the malevolent moon and the scuttle tide mm-hmm. so similar but quite nice actually i like the rock gut trogoth um in the list they turned out to be really good and the spider riders were great 
little units of five spider riders for 100 points are actually proper good. So, um, yeah, we'll come back to that if you want. Yeah, why? Why were they? Yeah. Well, just they come with a five-up save, two wounds each, plus two bravery from their banner. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, obviously, you can uh, do all-out defense on them. That's like, so that's like, that's like uh, this bicycle is really good. Really good. It comes with handlebars, wheels, and a chain. Like, like, yeah. like nothing there stood out. You were like, it's, uh, they've got two wounds with a five-up safe. And, uh, and they also uh, get plus two bravery. You're like, okay, uh, what's, what am I, what's the, they, give me the sauce. This is just a lot of potato, the, no spice. But they're only 100 points, so they're, they're quite cheap, really. So okay. it's just like a little screening unit. And then the, with the... Uh, with being able to do the all-out defense, they're a four-up save. So it's decent. I mean, I, uh, in the last game, uh, somebody picked them as a unit to take off for the battle line, uh, take off a battle line mm-hmm. um, battle tactic. Thing, uh, yeah. Uh, charged in. Didn't kill them all. Oh, so, yeah. okay. How yeah. Come, well, I suppose with the plus one, did you use take cover, plus one save on them? Yeah, the uh, yeah, all out defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was uh, a unit of five um, Staliarch, whatever the hell they're called. Yeah, you know? yeah, Staliarch lords. Yeah. No, not Staliarch yeah. lords. No, you, not, not, that's not what, right. Whatever. Yeah. The <laughs> dead knight guys. You did me over there. <laughs> <laughs> they bounced off them. Cavalos yeah, Death so. Riders. Yeah, them lads. Okay. Rubbish. Absolutely rubbish they are compared to Spider Riders. And then the Spider Riders actually. At one time, uh, I cast the Venom of the Spider God on them. Uh, the moon was shining on them. They went in and did like uh, eight mortal wounds or something like that. So, yeah. Wow. Pretty, I mean, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're particularly good them. against... Yeah. They might be really good in the meta versus all the armor, right? Yeah, yeah. I Yeah, I enjoyed using them. Uh, obviously, they do die pretty quickly. Uh, if something gets serious about it, but mm. yeah, they can they can surprise people, uh, and they they're actually quite fast and uh, ignoring terrain when they move and stuff like that is really good. So yeah, I like them. Okay. Uh, and and it's actually quite a big screen because they're in a unit of five. They only have to be within one inch of one model instead of two. So you can string them out. They got the long cavalry bases, so it's actually quite a long screen as well. So great. So who did you play again? Uh, so first game I played, uh, what color team did we play? I don't know. Anyway, I played against. Fuck, who did I play against first? <laughs> I can remember the last game. Come on, who are you playing against round one? Come on. Uh, I've been, I've been drinking all day. I can't remember anything now. I can't even remember this morning. And Go we, do, we okay. do remember Ron's command that uh, we are not to help Nathan yeah. when you ask him questions. <laughs> we are to just let it sit and, and see how it plays out. Okay. Uh, James, who did you play first? Who did you get Wait. paired into? Oh, who did I play first? Oh, I played... Uh, I played... Jonal first or second? No, I played him second. Oh, Thursday too. 
Why can't I remember either? I'll do mine first while oh. you struggle. Did you guys have a collective stroke? Is but that yeah. what happened? Dan, like, Dan, 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 Dan I told you. Free bar. Free bar. Wait, wait. I, I remember. No, I didn't. That was a different game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my uh, first game. I know why I didn't write it down. Why? Uh, I'm, I'm looking at my book and I'm thinking, why didn't I write this person's name down? And it's the game I played against you. Right. Turn the page over. That's better. I'm getting confused. I'm looking at the thing thinking, I don't remember that happening or that <laughs> happening. So that doesn't remind me of the game. But yeah, I'm looking at the next page, which was actually the, the day that thing happened. And I can see what happened. I know who I played. And who I did played. you play? Thing happened. What was the yeah, thing? The, what, what's it called? What, what did we do yesterday? Warhammer. Played Warhammer. That's yeah. it. When we played Warhammer yesterday... That's the thing that happened. I played against Ollie, didn't I? First you did. game. Yeah. So the young lad. Well, obviously I wasn't going to get Wasn't going to let a young lad beat me. Not easily, anyway. So I tried really hard, and he tried really hard. And uh, I, uh, it's one of the missions where we played. What was it called? Power struggle. Was it? Mm -hmm. Power struggle. Yeah. So it's one of the missions where you can delete one of the things. So uh, it was pretty even up to that turn. Then I won the priority, obviously gave him the turn, deleted the thing. So that put me up into a position of power. Mm -hmm. A load of stuff happened in my favor that turn. So I was like, oh, uh, the game's well and truly in my favor. But then Ollie really scrambled scrambled and scrambled the rest of the game from behind and he and i was suddenly last turn i was like i'm losing this but like just managed to hang on and won it so it was uh 16 17 so i won it by one point so i think on your scoring thing would it be a 10 10 10 10 draw? a draw yeah difference of one so yeah there you go. So I ended up a draw. Uh, yeah, and uh, it was against uh, the same list that you played against with uh, Plague Monks. All the Plague Monks and the Warp Lightning Cannons shooting off my wizards. And yeah, uh, that my uh, poor Ragnarok. When I eventually brought him out, he got blasted to pieces by one of those Warp Lightning Cannons. And uh, so, yeah, but sad times. And then, yeah, last turn, really good use of a Norhole he did to teleport from an objective that he controlled, which I couldn't really contest, onto one of the ones that I thought was safe. And, uh, yeah, he took it out from under my feet and uh, snatched a draw out of the game. Yeah. he's He did great all weekend. In fact, actually, uh, I think Ollie only dropped two games over the weekend. Yeah, so he only lost two games. Let's shout out Ollie again. Uh, with uh, at age twelve, he only dropped two games over the course of the weekend. I'm pretty certain, um, if I got that right. Both of them against the cheater Mark Wildman. So, Ooh. did he did he lose or was he cheated? That's the real question. That's the real. He was, question. he was cheated. He was cheated. Anyone in Australia can tell you he was cheated. Yeah, a hundred percent. Thanks, Dan, for backing yeah. me up. Uh, James, who did yeah. you play game one? Uh, I played uh, Joe Purcell. Nice. How was that, Joe? I uh, imagine Joe no. not often a day two player. No, not often. Uh, he had uh, an all Eshin scaven list with some rats, 
Uh, we fought for like five straight turns in Drasna. Oh, I took a Stormcastler, sorry, with some new toys. Uh, so um, Screech and your Drasna fought for like five combats in the middle. She finally chipped him away to death. Got three damage on for his one last wound. And he rolled uh, 360s and then uh, healed twice. So she doesn't do that much damage. I um, So sadly, I gave up on her killing him. Walked Gotrek over, charged him in, killed Screech in a turn of combat. Dropped the prime on the other Vermin Lord, killed him in a round of combat. And uh, and then basically proceeded to remove his entire army. Wow, wow! It was, it was not a good, yeah, everything. So what was it? How like was Gotrek? Like I'll, I'll ask you at the end. But Gotrek did good. Yeah, uh, he was okay in that game. He got held up by Cogs for two turns, and my Annihilators got held up by Cogs for three turns. So they didn't Wait, do a huge amount by Cogs or Shackles. Oh, Shackles, 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 sorry. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, uh, so uh, in uh, game two, Grenadi, I don't know. I think you can have a beta cast spell in Zinch because you're thinking of something different. It's an ender spell with uh, which can be cast by a beta chaos wizard. That's the only restriction, and you're allowed. A, and you're allowed a Zangor Shaman inside, unless there's an FAQ I didn't see. So, whatever because um, it was like 13 pages, so that's fine. Uh, my first game, uh, so we were up against a team which had uh, Nathan's team, which had Nathan, Darren, um, uh, and uh, Nick Thompson, and uh, Donal. Was in your team? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right, yeah. Yes. Uh, and what was funny was, uh, when we were doing the pairing process, I heard Darren say, quietly, to the pairing person, he's like, "Put him. Down. he won't want to play me, were his words. And I was like, Fuck you, Darren. I'll play you. Yeah, I'll play you all day. Um, and so I took that challenge, which wasn't the easy challenge to take, obviously, because A, Darren's this... like. So I bust myself, basically, into Darren, um, because A, he's a better player than me, and B, his army was way, way better than mine. Um, so that's that's fine. Um, the, uh, the But it was a fun little challenge, actually, because we were playing... Um, uh, four objectives, uh, four objectives, five objectives, five objectives, whichever that first battle plan was. Um, and uh, I, it was one of those, I was trying to play good team play where I was losing, but I was trying to lose. I mean, obviously I would have tried to win if I thought I could have won, but he had got track 30 skinks that you could buff up and the other stuff. And I tried my hardest just to claw as many points back for the scoring system to, you know, to get my, my team like five points or three points or two points. I mean, even one point, right? Not just to get face rolled. So that was a, a lot of uh, things. I made a couple of mistakes. Um, I didn't put one unit of uh, uh, pink horrors out that I wanted to put out, which is a bit of a shame. And I left um, uh, Croak, uh, not Croak, sorry, Kairos, um, uh, available to some skinks uh, from Darren, as well as some salamanders. So, like, I didn't zone out quite as well as I could have. And we had a talk about it afterwards. And actually, I probably could have used my pink horrors and extended out their bases a little bit more than I was. I was kind of, I was a bit scared of the coherency, and I wasn't really thinking about it. Where you, um, you know, where like I just basically, I basically had them all base to base, and that was about the max that I was screening out. But you can gain, I think me and Darren talked about it. You can gain about four inches actually, even on like 10, 32 mil bases, if you just have a, a line of five 
and they're basically an inch apart. And then you have the other line behind them about an inch apart, but but in between the gap of the front rank, if that makes sense. So you can gain about mm. an inch, no, about two inches either side, which in total is about four inches, which is quite a lot for screening the board, really. Um, and so, like, especially I'm, I'm... then when they start splitting into blues as well, because then you're like, if you want to get really techy about it, they're splitting further and further into like the, across as they go. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can, yeah, you can be, yes, of course, yeah, which I was doing, like, when I eventually ended up playing Owen, so still some things to learn there, um, but yeah, I didn't win that game, uh, but I was really happy to take on the challenge of, uh, of, of someone who I think is phenomenal at Warhammer, um, and it was, uh, it was a pleasure to play against him, um, and it, I had a really great game, I loved it, it was really fun, uh, Gotrek though, I just, he, I didn't touch him, I didn't even touch him that game, because you just can't, right? He's going to heroically heal every hero phase. Why would you touch him? Yeah, that heroic healing thing mm. is super, super strong, especially yeah. for people that got bravery. I mm. think I only tried it once. Uh, some armies, it's just pointless. Like, it's just a rule that we can't use, to be honest. But like, see, I, I found it really useful, like the, the Lord Arcanum on Toralon, flew in, busted all of his little vials around, uh, flew into a Bellacore, busted all of his vials because there were a bunch of battle line units right around him and then just did 3D3 mortal wounds in a big old thing, did three mortal wounds to himself and then managed to survive into the next turn and then heal himself back up. Like it was a really good little like one-two combo there and I think we'll see that being used more often as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think there's loads to break. There's loads of things we can talk about in a bit. Mm. Uh, Nathan, who's your game two? Oh, I play against Mark Wildman, playing game two with his halfling, uh, living city halfling army. Um, yeah, and uh, we ended up playing the rules wrong for this mission, and then halfway through realizing that we had played them wrong. Uh, then we started to try and play them right, and I threw a Marty because I obviously would have played them the game differently. So then uh, eventually we decided, oh, well, Mark, very kindly decided to let me play them the way we had been playing up until then. So that was cool, uh, but it didn't really help. Uh, he managed to uh, get on top of my army. I mean, um, I know a lot of people have looked at the inner spells. So in this, my list has obviously got Skull Tide and the Malevolent Moon. Um, and oh, they're just still such good spells. The Skull Tide is... You still, you still, rate, you still rating it? Yeah, it's gone up, whatever, 50 points, 55 points. Ah, it's still so good. Uh, even against his army, which chip damage doesn't really work against so much, Living City, because it's all healing one wound every turn. Um, and obviously he can do the, all that heroic stuff, and then he's got other ways that he can heal stuff. But, um, yeah, it, it still did a lot of work in that game. Um, and, and so... Um, and in the game, the previous game against Ollie, actually, it did loads of work there. And it's just such a huge distraction. Um, still still such a good spell. Uh, it was a pretty close game, but uh, he edged ahead, uh, like, probably in the middle of the game and then just kept that margin. And then come the end of the game, he still had uh, a lot more stuff on the board than I did. And he had just whittled me down. So, like, the last turn, he he was able to just uh, proper put it on. So, yeah, it beat me by about 
a differential of about four or five points. So what's that like a, a differential of two, isn't it? So it's probably something like a, a 12, eight or something like that. Yes. I would have thought. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So close game, a good game or games against Mark uh, are normally quite good banter. So that was good. Um, except for the, Except for the Marty that I threw halfway through. Should we but, uh, should uh, we talk about should we talk about Mark's stuff. army for a moment because it kind of like stole the show, yeah. James, right? Ah, uh, yeah. 100%. Oh, so nice. Yeah. Do, do you want to describe it? Who wants to talk about it? Uh, I'm more than happy to. Go for it. Good. Uh, so he's got like a collection of various models from various suppliers, I think, uh, to build a city's a Sigma army that is all halflings pretty much so yeah. he's like celestial celestial hurricanum is like a giant crock pot with a load of lads around it a master butcher i think at the front or a master chef one yep. or the other i can't remember uh he's um in true mark fashion his uh griffin is a giant uh cock <laughs> so, yeah. um, oh sorry cock rule uh, Cockerel. Uh, yeah, that's pretty great. Um, his pistoliers are these little archer goat lads. His um, his demigriffs are like dual little pig riders. Oh my god, they're um, so good. Mm. The demigriffs. Yeah. Just all of it. It's just such an ace little army of half lit. It's just great. Like, And I don't think I can do it justice. I don't know if he's posted uh. pictures of it anyway yet. Uh, I know he but, took yeah, the weekend. If, if you pick up each little model, he's like like the little halflings. I mean, they're cute little fellas, aren't they? And then they've got like little round helmets on me, yeah. painted like stripes or checks or whatever. But then you look even at the jerseys that they're wearing, and he's stippled, so it's got like a woolen appearance on it. Oh, that's it, cool! It's like it's uh, so good, yeah, over the top. It's yeah, proper proper great. And yeah, the pigs. He's got pigs and dogs and chicken and sheep and everything running around in amongst it all. And it's uh, yeah. Uh, and he's got some of the. He's got some Kurnoth hunters in there. Well, and they're the old. Um, Treekin. Yeah, those are the ones. The old tree. Mm. The like the monstrous infantry that they used to have. Yeah. And it's all over his Just... Twitter. It's all over his Twitter. <laughs> Uh, if you okay, guys want to cool. look, yeah, like it's it's all Lots. over there and it's just insane. It's insanely good, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Uh, so, my James, who's your second game? Uh, my second game was Donal. Ooh, Donal Taylor, the Grot mm. Terrorist, right? It was, yeah, but he cheated because he was playing Ogres. No Grots there. Oh, that doesn't sound like his demo. Uh, so he had a, a Kragnas, a Frostlord, uh, and some Ogre lads. Uh, and how um, was it? Yeah, it was really good. Uh, we had a really nice time. Uh, I've met Donal several times, but it was the first time we'd ever had a game. Uh, I think we got to turn two, and he gave me the turn. And then I think my face gave it away, because I just looked at him like he was a madman. Um, because it made no sense. Um, so we talked for uh, probably 20 minutes and then went back and let, he had the turn and then he rolled like a monster uh, and I thought I'd lost the game on probably turn two 
right. or three, I think we were at uh, turn two, I think it was. Um, and then somehow uh, from the claws, uh, the clutches of defeat, I clawed my way back, got into a great position, had my annihilators up to charge his uh, objective and take that one. And Gotrek, three inches away, shaking his fists at Kragnos to take him out. Uh, so I rolled my charge for Go- the Annihilators. They went halfway across the board. I was like, amazing. Go Trek, double one. It's okay. Haven't used my reroll. Go Trek, double one. Oh, and wow. that was the game. Oh, <laughs> oh that's heartbreaking. Oh, buddy. Double uh, one. Yeah, double one to double one. Yeah, four rough. ones in a row. Yeah, that's pretty rough. That's pretty rough. But it was rough. a great that- game. I mean, look, Gotrek really didn't want to fight. Like, maybe he's turning over a new leaf and he's finding himself in a peaceful place. Yeah, it was even worse because at the end I was like, oh, can we roll it out just so I can see what, like, Gotrek into Kragnos does? And it was like, yep, oh, I didn't roll that well. So it might not have made a difference. I was like, oh, Mm. I've only done, like, nine wounds to him or whatever. And he was like, oh, then I'd hit you back. I was like, yep, yep, yeah, let's do that. And he was like, oh, one wound. Like all of Kragnos' attack <laughs> turned into one wound. It's like, okay, so he would have fought again. And I rolled it and I was like, oh, it's like nine. Like, how many attacks is he? Six. I'm just like, yeah. oh, it's like four sixes. I'm just rolling the other two. I was like, oh, it's five sixes. Oh, it's like 22 more wounds. Stop looking at it. Yeah. And it was just one of those moments. I was like, why was there so many ones? But it was it was just so much fun. Oh, that's great. That's great. Weren't you playing on the dwarf board? Uh, no, that was my last game. We played on the mush. No, we played on the orc town. Oh, okay, yeah. All right, fair enough. I was going to say maybe you got distracted by the beers. Um, my third game, my second game. So I played Mr. Joe P with his uh, with his Eshin Skaven. Loads of Eshin. I think Joe at this point definitely wanted to go home, so he put his entire army in front of me on the first turn, and I shut it all off. Um, and that was the end of the game. And we had like a good easy hour to chill out at the end of it. <laughs> so, like, it was, it was fair, uh, basically. So it was all good in the hood. Uh, that was really fun. Um, uh, what about your third and final game, Nathan? Uh, this was a fantastic game. I got to play the legend that is Mr. Speckles himself. Simon um, Speckles. Yeah, oh, man, Simon. Hi, oh, such a good guy. So... Uh, so, so he had um, Nagash, that uh, great big Lord of Death, with uh, Catacross. So two, two fairly tough dudes, and then that doesn't even with much. So ten more tech guard, I want to say, and a couple of units, uh, three units of the knights, whatever you called them just now. Those the Cavalos Death Riders. <laughs> yeah, Death Riders. So yeah. Uh, so I thought, well, uh, magic's not going to happen for me this game, uh, uh, or anything like that. Uh, and uh, so he took to first first turn. He just powered up Nagash, gave him like a two up save, rerolling ones, all of that malarkey. Uh, fed him a load of arcane bolts to unleash, and then used the burning head, uh, endless spell, and the protection of Nagash to teleport him right in front of my army in the hero phase. And then come the movement phase, he moves up. So he stood like three inches away from the face of my army. Says, hope I don't roll a double one. Proceeds not to roll a double one. Charged into my army. So he charged into the unit of uh, six rock cuts. 
killed two and a half of them, I think. <laughs> the Lord of Death versus yeah. two rock guts. Yeah, so he kills two Seems and a half. Seems like an even of, trade. Out of the six of them, they they punch him back. I think they did like two wounds or something like that. So then I was like, so what do I do? What do I do? Because we we're playing the vice. Uh, so the the objectives like start in the corners and then slowly move into the center of the board. It's an interesting battle plan. Still don't know if it's a good one or not. But uh, so I was like, what do I do? What do I do? Do I just try and punk Nagash Singh as he's right here? Or do I just uh, run away from him and just try and play the objectives? So I uh, decided to try and punk Nagash. And uh, yeah, charged charged him on Mangler's Creek. The rock cuts left them in there and uh, fired up the the little stabbers and sent them in. Uh, and then went first with the mangler because obviously he's proper swingy and a bit of a threat. Uh, cursed him with my little doll. So minus one to a save. Mangler went crazy. Put like <laughs> 10 wounds onto him. Through, through all of his tough armor saves. So then he was like, oh, I've got to ignore the mangler now. So the main threat is, wasn't very, like the rock cuts had only put a wound or something on him the turn before. So he was like, oh, I'm not too scared of them. But but worried about these all these grots because they can do mortal wounds. So he turned around. He was like, right, I'm going to just try and clear out as much of these 40 grots as I can. So he starts swinging his big sword and his stick and all of his ghosts and all of that. Kills nine grots out of the th- them. <laughs> so it's pretty terrible, really. Nine good. I mean, he's, he's only the, the god of death that killed other gods of death so that he would be the one and only god of death. And that probably, obviously, is about the same as nine grots. Because <laughs> then. Then I was like, well, I'll let the Rock Guts have a, have another go, see if they can do anything. I put the, I think they put about two or three wounds onto him. But he hasn't got very many left now. So I was like, well, do I start with the Netters or do I start with the the Stabbers? I went with the Champion Netter. The Champion Netter? How many extra attacks he does? <laughs> so at the moment, he's on five attacks. So he puts a wound on to Nagash, that champion net as a champion. And then I was like, oh, what do I do here? Do I roll them one netter at a time to find out which netter kills them? Because lo and behold, the netters took him down. I didn't even get a chance to use any of my stabbers. He just got netted to death. And that was it. Nagash went down. Oh, to a netter. To a netter. Net. Yeah, so I've got a netter with a gold coin glued to his base now. Underneath the base, and uh, yeah, he's a champion. He's a great fellow, that fella. Yeah, I was whooping an Oller in. Go over and give him a big hug. Uh, Yeah, so there we go. Uh, Killed Nagash first turn, Uh, and then obviously just uh, he he didn't have any magic left, and so Scuttletide really just put pain into his army. And then I just moved up uh, mortal wounds from the spiders taking off uh, most of the knights. I think he had a couple of knights left, one more tech guard, and Catacross left at the end. So, yeah. It was pretty <clears throat> pretty dominant uh, performance by the Grots. Finally woke up last game of the weekend. 
to good old good old Speckles and his uh, Nagash fella. So it was great. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Uh, I like to think Speckles did, but I'm not sure if he did. <laughs> uh, James, who was your last game against? Uh, my last, oh, my, yeah, my last game was uh, I've already spoke about. So I played uh, Tom from the 40k show, mm-hmm. and it was a roller coaster of joy. Just a roller coaster of rage and speed. Yeah, it was. Do you know, like, I, I mean, I'm not a roller coaster fan. In fact, I hate them. But do you know, like, when people go to oblivion, like we walked to the table, and that was going up, and then they, he was like, "Hi, my name's Tom. Let's play." And I was like, "Okay," and then it was done. <laughs> and we drew <laughs> well we technically i think we drew we called it a draw then i realized i got a point more for the monster but we called it a draw because we'd check out well we'd call our game a day that's okay all right yeah yeah i Man, mean he's, he's amazing yeah. and if if it's only a point and i think it has to be two points for it to be yeah yeah, yeah so it was still a 10 10 yeah. yeah yeah it wouldn't have made a difference to the score but i also yeah. think like we'd called it at night yeah. all about that so my Good. final game, we were all playing the Vice as well, which is uh, a battle plan I suggest everyone mm-hmm. plays. So in the four corners, two uh, the the for each player, so four objectives in the two corners, they deploy in yeah. So in the corners, um, they're like and they're, oh my god, there are four objectives on the board, one in each it's corner. Fortnite. Thank you. It's Fortnite. At the start of turn two, they all move into near the center. And at the beginning of turn four, they all move into one objective in the center. I played the Owen Jackson. The. The Owen Jackson with his Nagash Petrofex Elite TM OCR Bone Reapers. We deployed quite far away from each other. Um, which was uh, which is interesting. I, I put down um, at this point, it was very late in the day. Very late in the day. And uh, I put a unit of pink horrors on like what I thought was a good piece of terrain. Then I realized I would have to spend the entire game walking around to Owen's side of the board. So I completely changed my deployment and just deployed everything in my left-hand corner. I was like, I'm not doing that. I ain't got time for this. I don't care that much, which was fun. Uh, and then, um, interesting one, Winding Gash, because like Owen dominated. When, when he was in unbind range, he dominated me in the magic phase. I felt like a little baby sub just getting the full kick in yeah like i was tied up in a hiroshima uh kaboo whatever not uh and i was getting flogged like there was no tomorrow but um uh um they uh but the the interesting bit was is uh owen i had kairos and I had redeploy, and that really changed the shape of this game quite significantly because mm-hmm. uh, uh, Owen was using um, the protection of the gash, which is an OBR spell. So you take any mortal wounds, you can then teleport, teleporting away. And I had all these opportunities to like shut down some of the spells because like, Kairos can turn one of the dice rolls. I was like, do I stop protection of the gash? No, because he was outside of Unbind Rage. I was like, okay. And I've got Destiny Dice as well, so I could have just Destiny Dice. Turn one, actually, I Destiny Dice Protection because we were in range because he gave me the first turn. Um, and then all I ended up doing was sitting in a corner and then moving up the flank using the board edge to make it so he couldn't deep strike against me and then just using the summoning points I was generating to create the kind of like a square screen around myself as my flamers and Kairos and my casters kept moving up the board. Oh, I forgot about this. Along with Meg, I also got the combo against Owen. So because I know 
with two extra law spells on the change caster. Every time he casts a spell on a nine, he gets to cast another spell. He's normally a one cast wizard, Dan. You're quite like this. He's a one cast mm. wizard, right? But with Cogs, he becomes a two cast wizard. Any time he casts a spell, um, and he's also the general, and he can reroll uh, um, uh, casts because of the host of mm. artifact. So every time I roll a nine, I get to cast an extra spell. So normally I start, I, I go War Scroll spell. I'm like, cool, Bolt of Zinch. Okay, Zinch is mm. Firestorm. And I'm like, all right, I'm up to three. Yeah, normally I also use him to cast Cogs, right? Yeah, so then he's now he's on four. He's a one-cast wizard who's cast four spells. So then I start getting a bit fruity, and then I'm like, Mystic Shield, cast on a nine. That's another spell. That takes us up to five, ladies and gentlemen. Arcane Bolt. Oh, baby. That takes us up to six. Oh, okay. And then they're like, you're done now. You don't know any more spells. And I'm like, meta-fucking-morphosis. Yeah? And I turn that <laughs> motherfucker into a monster. Seven casts from one guy. Yeah? It was lush. I loved it. Um, useless. So, useless. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Then got killed and gave up a point for being a monster, but still, like, managed to cast seven spells. When do you get to do that? Uh, seven, so seven fate points. Lots of summoning. Yeah. Um. Uh. Like. Yeah. So, yeah. Seven fate points just from him. So like, and then Kairos because of Cogs casts four, um, and then the Shaman casts two more, and then the Pink Horrors. That's another three. So so I think one turn I got fifteen fate points from myself. But then the best bit was Owen was just casting cast spells as well. He was like Mystic Shield, Mystic Shield, Mystic Shield, Mystic Shield. Oh, not Mystic Shield. Sorry, Arcane Bolt. He was doing that. You couldn't do the Mystic Shield. And then he was like, I'm going to do a spell to get more IDP. And I said to him at one point, I was like, I don't care what you do with those. Those seem useless. I haven't seen them be useful in any way. This game. He was like, whatever. Um, so uh, that was fun. Uh, but the key point was, I think Owen played a really good game. Um, but I think it, his his inability to have two core mechanics that we all have access to for OBR was really what swung the game. So I had mm. a unit of 10 uh, pink horizontal objective and I redeployed away from him. And then he failed his charge. And to be honest, even if he hadn't failed his charge, I was going to Kairos it. So he failed it. Um, so that was going to so change one of the dice rolls. But he failed it. And then the next turn... The same thing happened again. He got in with his Death Riders into my unit of 10 pinks. Um, but that meant he, for two turns, he didn't score two different battle tactics because he was relying on getting uh, Nagash in, um, uh, like, into the this unit, which I thought was fairly key. Anyway, and then the very last thing I did, which was quite fun, he, he had to go and kill... Uh, in turn four, maybe turn five, I think it was like close to turn four, he, he decided to choose kill a battle line unit and he was fed up now, so he was just using the movement and ran at my unit of 10 pink horrors. I'd been slowly moving up the flank and using my flamers to just burn down all of his different battle line units when they charged me, um, which was quite good. And he rolled really poorly on his block of 20 Mortet when they got in. And I also kept just popping gift of change through uh spell portal and just like burning doing six more wounds and getting steve the spawn out everywhere it was great fun um but the uh the um the 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 key point uh came when uh he was gonna get like all of his arcane bolts together he was gonna summon them all up yeah and then he was gonna mm -hmm. charge into his battle line unit and then he was gonna kill him and his first yeah. one he cast was Mystic Shield. And I tried to stop that with Kairos. I was in range. I was like, I'll try and stop that because I kind of had it in my head that turn five, because we we're in turn four, turn five, I was going to try and use Kill the General and then also Kill the General and a monster using my Flamers, my three... I, by the way, Dan, because he was casting so many spells, I'd summoned an Exalted Flamer, 
10 blue horrors. This is only turn 4. I'd already summoned 10 blue horrors, which is 10 fate points, an exalted flamer, which is 12 fate points, and a unit of, uh, uh, of 3 flamers. So 40 fate points is what I generated by turn Jesus. 4. Um, uh, but that was mainly because Owen was also casting a billion spells. It was great. But the <laughs> point was, I was, but I tried to stop Mystic Shield. Couldn't stop Mystic Shield. Right? And then his second spell, he rolled a 4 and a 1. I don't even know what he was trying to cast. I think it was an arcane bolt. And it was finally time for Kairos to turn the one into the one. And then yep. for him to miscast on the seven other spells. Yeah, so he took D3 mortal wounds. Um, wasn't able to get and that was it. But then he charged in. This is really important. So he charged in to take the battle line unit out, which is that unit of pink horrors. And... Because I think he wasn't able to unleash all those extra mortal wounds, because he had a really clever play in turn five where he gave himself protection in the gash. Um, so he was going to try and make it so that my fight, I hit him. He then uh, used the teleport spell to jump onto an objective. It was super clever. It was really, really fun. Um, but it was just the Kairos thing. And honestly, don't think I ever want to not play with Kairos again. I felt like I had a loaded gun every yeah. game. Every game, I would like look at someone and be like, oh my God. But. It did come out that the very best play ever can happen in Age of Sigma, ever. I'm going to call it the Pity Kairos. Yeah. So let's say you need a big charge. I'm playing James, and he's got his got track. Yeah. He rolls a double one. Yeah. And then I just go, do you know what, James? Don't worry about it. Turn the one into a six. The Pity Kairos. The other way. Dan, I flip it on its head. I don't be evil, Kairos. I be good guy, Kairos. Yeah? I give yeah. people a cast. Or I give people a bonus. I'm, I'm for it. Like, imagine that. Imagine what yeah. would happen in your head when someone turned into a positive dice for you. You'd be like, yeah. Excuse me? What's happening? Yeah, but also I'd be yeah. like, what? What do you want for this? Like, what are you expecting? <laughs> like, uh, to, like I, uh, I, uh, I want you to know, I don't feel obliged to owe you one now. Like, I'm not going to uh, fail to charge. He's just setting you up for a stand and shoot. Yeah, <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> yeah he, he, make, he makes your charge roll big enough that you go in far enough that you trigger an, an unleash hell. That's what it'll be. Yeah, all suddenly 20 flamers go, hello. <laughs> so i kind of want to play kairos again like a different zinch list i'm thinking because i think i'm going to drop the zangor shaman and maybe put um the uh the, the chain not the changeling oh god the cursling in right and just make the casting and the unbinding game some sort of mad mad like spree that i don't even understand but anyway uh it was a great game I loved it, and it was a perfect way to finish what was an incredible weekend. I got to play six great people, phenomenal Warhammer all weekend. I got like really serious like pro games with Darren and Owen. You know, I got to play like Ollie at the start. Like I couldn't hope for a better start to an edition of Age of Sigmar, and it just reminded me how fun playing Warhammer is. I am buzzing. I've been writing lists. I've been like putting lists together. Like. The TTS stuff, the past year, has been what, a year and a half. We've needed to do it. You can't do anything else, right? But, like, it's, like, completely reignited that passion in my heart for playing. Oh, and playing with people is just spectacular. Like The it, best. You, even, there was only maybe, I think, 12 of us there. It was a relatively small group. But just, like, hearing everyone laughing and cackling and shouting in frustration and joy and all of that, it, it reminds you why we, we play War Dollies, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, James, did you have any takeaways from the weekend? Uh, yeah, I, I think I think for me, like the biggest thing about the game is it seems more interactive now. Like I like the fact that if you get double turned, there's a point where you're like, oh cool, I'm still I've still got enough interaction that I can mess someone's game up between rally or um, redeploy. So I think like there's some nice micro interactions that mean you're always thinking. I think it has a minor negative that it's a much more intense game to play now, but I loved it. And and yeah, it was great to just play games with people again. So Dan's right there. Yeah. Nathan, any takeaways? Uh, Yeah, obviously uh, nobody can say it enough that just being able to hang out with your mates and, uh, and people that you like, even people that you don't know that well, but they become your mates very quickly. And uh, it's just uh, the interaction. Obviously it feels so much better after, after it's been um, denied to you for so long. So that's awesome. Mm. Uh, I would say about Age of Sigmar 3 itself that uh, I, I enjoyed the games, even though, even the first day where, where I didn't get anything out of them really other than the well out of i didn't get anything out of them points wise or competitively wise there's still still fun games to play mm. um <clears throat> but and it's a great tournament game i think really really good uh as a like a game where you can test skill i think it's becoming um a game or a competition a, a competitive game where you can we can actually see good players making good moves and it uh, giving results. Uh, not quite sure. I mean, obviously you can change stuff around, but as a pickup game, I think if you're not playing it once a week, if if it's something that you're going to play once a month or once every couple of months, it's going to be a bit of a struggle to have a nice flowing game. If you know mm. what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so you might want to like drop some of the aspects of it. You might want to decide uh, what how you're going to do the scoring. You don't have to use battle tactics, for instance, and stuff like that. Just score mm. the primary objectives or something like that. Because, mm. uh, yeah, as a flowing game that you you and it's if it's a game you don't play regularly, I think you'll some people will find it a bit. Oh, I don't know. I'm trying not to sound patronising or anything like that, but uh, it is. I think for me, especially, uh, if I want to go to tournaments or anything like that, it's a game that I'm going to have to play every week just to keep on top, keep it fresh in my mm-hmm. brain, so that I can flow through a game and uh, you know just perform at 10% of um, Tom's speed. Mm. Yes, 10% of Tom's speed. <laughs> Which is uh, which is think, which is double my speed. The the one the one minor concern that I have, but it's it's kind of beaten by the fact that I love the new edition so much, is that it is significantly more complex for someone to start playing Age of Sigma now. Yeah. And and really, like if you, if we want to put a bubble around what made and I again I love Warhammer Fantasy pin in it that's right there, but uh, it was really really hard to get into because the learning curve was massive and the amount of stuff you needed 
to play it was really big. Just the the learning curve of rules is getting more complex. And yes, you can leave stuff out, but it it has come a long way from how easy it was to step into. Now, I think it's good for the game. It had to evolve. But one of the things that I hope we don't see then is that, or like maybe what we need to be is we need to be really welcoming and understanding of people coming into Age of Sigmar 3 and try to make it as easy as possible. Be like, I pr- it's a little bit more to learn, but I promise you this is a, a really fun, dynamic game to play. Like like you said, James, and one of my takeaways was I was making tactical decisions in my opponent's turn because I'm like, okay, well, I can only unleash hell once. I can only do this. I can only give one... Uh, command ability to this unit do i really want to give them all out attack do i really want to give them all out defense like where's it going to come from and so i think that's really cool but that's another level of thinking for people yeah. starting out uh actually yeah thinking of, uh, like just listening to you talking about that now i think um obviously if people do play other games they might find it actually easy like, i'm gonna sort of backtrack a little bit on some of it yeah, I do uh, agree. Like new people, I was talking to my girlfriend about it, and I think it's something that she wouldn't be interested in because she just looks at it and it just seems like too much. But I think with some things, um, like you're saying with the commandability stuff, sometimes it might be easier if if they are somebody that's used to playing board games and mm. that sort of that sort of stuff then they might pick it up easy because they're not having to unlearn some of the other stuff that we've learned. So I'm forever getting confused about the only one commandability stuff and all of that. Whereas if that's the way that you pick it up first off, then that's true. Maybe, yeah. maybe you pick it up better and, and uh, yeah. Yeah. There was a, there was a point, there was a point where uh, I'll be, there was a point where Darren did Arcane Bolt and, and we had a spell portal down and, and then I got confused. He got confused. We talked to each other. I was like, is this how it works? He was like, it doesn't know how it works. I was like, whatever, I'll try and stop it. I stopped it. And then I was like, I need to go away and read that better so we can both know for another mm-hmm. time. Um, and it was like, yeah. So we were both like, we were both super chill about yeah. it, basically. Because, it, yeah, on, because the problem is that you've got the old spell portal stuck in your head. Yeah. So, if, but if you, if you hadn't re- if you hadn't got the old spell portal in your head, the only reason that you would have bought the new spell portal was because you know what the spell portal does, and yes. so it would be easier for you to play with it than the fact that you've got to unlearn what the spell portal did, how magic did, how to unbind, how to cast, all of that. But if you learn it straight from the book, so you know some some aspects of it would be better if we could just wipe our minds. So. I might have another beer and see if I can do that. Well, why don't you play Tom Layton? Why don't you play Tom Layton again? And see if you can <laughs> yeah, raise yeah. it through speed. Learn it in ten seconds. Just yeah, burn I, it out I of love, my brain. I love the new command point generation as well. I always felt like I had enough to be making interesting plays, but never so many that I could do everything I wanted to. I didn't do, even want. I didn't even want to use them all the time. But then I was playing. I wasn't. I don't think I was playing an army that was like overly engaging. Like I like castled a lot. So like I didn't necessarily have like this combat going on there, that thing going on there. But like yeah, like it was rare. I think one of the things actually it was like game two or three where someone was like, mm-hmm. Oh, read said something about redeploy or something about stand and shoot and I just said to myself, I was like, Oh my god, try harder to make that happen for yourself. I was constantly mm-hmm. like like intentionally trying to create those situations so I could learn how it worked. One of the things that I did, uh, Nathan, i ask you this question as well. I intentionally took an endless spell over the weekend, a predatory one, to see what that would like to move every turn. They weren't that strong, 
Mm. Um, I, it wasn't doing that much damage, but it did do quite a bit of damage over the course of some games, I guess. Mm. But it didn't do that thing where it was like a knockout punch. Um, mm. So, like, like it was useful, but not vital, I would say. What do you think about, like, using predatory in the spells over the... Like, because that's new. Like, I think that's something that gets undersold, right? Yeah. Uh, the predatory ones, it's such short range at the moment, uh, which is why I took the portal, because I wanted to, to, to dump one through there. I was looking at the Malevolent Moon. And then the other one is obviously the Scuttle Tide, which has got such a great range but it's also keeping on top of the fact that you've got to keep it within range of your wizard so um so that you don't lose control of it is something that i'm not used to thinking about so uh sometimes uh i thought i had i had uh fucked it up but fortunately i was lucky and uh that was it pure luck i don't think i did end up losing control except for when i lost all of my wizards so um yeah i i still think in the spells have got a lot of play and uh i got a lot of play out of them especially the second day and i and i think um in some of the other games i can see how i could have played them better i i like in the first game against um benjamin with his cave and he used and in the spell he used the bridge spell uh, it's a lot more flexible, I think, now um, than it was before. And then I I used a little bit of stuff within the spells as well just to block how he could pile into me uh, and stuff like that. Um, so I think there's a lot of play in there. But it, like you say, it's not a knockout blow, but it can... Um, it can... But I don't know if there is a lot of knockout blows because the score... A lot of the games, the score is just a little bit of a differential every turn. And so it can alter that score slightly in your favor. Um, so I'd, I like him. I mean, yeah. Good. I'm going to still probably play with him for a while. Right, listen, it's been long enough. We'll let James go to sleep. Uh, that's what <laughs> we'll do. Um, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, you can obviously support the show by joining our Patreon and of course you've, if you listen to the podcast stay hydrated and thanks for all the YouTube thugs for watching but the Twitch chat you wonderful people thanks very much Nathan, James James, Dan Dan you got any shout outs you want to make? Uh, shout out to oh, I'm going to say uh, Cool Bunny who occasionally shows up in the chat for uh, just primo level of booze and hospitality for, for running the event uh, for Cool Bunny and Nemesis who are often in the chat. Uh, what about you, uh, James? Uh, I'll shout out uh, Velotron, who appears in the chat, but he's also all over Twitter for uh, putting us all putting it up with all of us and hosting an event all weekend. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, shout out to Francois. Nathan? Yeah, obviously I'm going to shout out Francois otherwise known as Velotron, and his lad, Ollie, uh, and all of my opponents. And all, in fact, all of you spiteful bastards from the weekend. That was great <laughs> weekend. Thank you very much. They got it wrong. It's actually a spiteful 17 because I'm really two chaos dwarves in a human body suit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in live. Um, uh, my shout-out is to everyone who I played, uh, and uh, Francois, and, uh, and also to Matt, 
Uh, I got to shout out Matt as well, who was uh, TOing the event and uh, did a great job because that is a tough crowd to TO, is all I'm going to yeah. say. Um, uh, yeah, so, big shout out to Matt. Yeah, yeah. big shout out to Matt. Can I, Go on. Can I say the one thing that I've loved seeing back in humanity again is all of the people over the weekend that said to themselves, anything but a one and then shebang a bang single pip looking back straight up at them like just <laughs> just seeing people's faces when that happened again gave me life it happened to me a bunch of times too so uh, credit to anyone that that happened to welcome back to the sad dis- soul destroying moment of a single pip uh yeah oh perfect right let's go let's go home let's go home and mainly to here love you all thanks for listening to this war gamer we'll see you soon have a nice day <laughs>